Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot of Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy for one final time in 2018, the last call-in show of the year has begun. Um, so just in case I forget, we are off next week, day after Christmas, we will return January. What is that? The third, something like that. Whatever the first Wednesday in January is this, the call in show will return, but there will be no interruptions of the beloved Sunday show. So fear not. Uh, anyway, loved by who? Uh, plenty. <laughs> we have a nice little niche. Don't, don't, uh, denigrate our show like that. Anyway, uh, if you're new to the show, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show. You can find that in the uh, description there on YouTube. Hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Hang out in one of the waiting rooms while uh, you wait to get in. Patrons, or I don't know, <laughs> people who support the show, whoever, whomever they may be these days, I, that's all still up in the air. But they get priority, and we are uh, taking non-patron callers uh, as well. But uh, supporters of the show will get priority. Got a lot of people hanging out tonight, so we'll try to keep on a two to three minute timer or whatever Blonde decides. Who knows? And uh, and we'll take uh, Super Chats through YouTube and Streamlabs every 30 minutes. Um, and then if you can't uh, participate in the show, but you'd like, if you can't do it live, that is, but you'd like to participate, we do take questions for the show uh, at the email inbox. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Please put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. Or you can submit by video. Send us a short video clip unlisted on YouTube. Send us the link. Keep it to a minute or less. We'll play the audio and respond to it on the show we got um of which good we chunk. have many tonight yeah we got Not a lot of questions to answer at the uh, last segment of the show mm-hmm. except for the all. person that emailed us and asked us to make an argument for rape I decided not to put that one <laughs> I did not see that one you yeah, decided like, to cut that yeah. what do you mean an argument for it he was like I was having this fight with my brother or something and he wanted me to make a pro rape argument. Can you guys make a pro rape? I'm like you're not getting that sound bite. <laughs> it's not happening. You know the weirdest I don't know if I've ever mentioned this and I'll be quick since I know we got callers waiting. The weirdest thing I've ever thought about and I can say this since this, this is the call-in show and it's going to get deleted off of YouTube or at least privatized. If it's justifiable to kill a man in self-defense. <laughs> Huh. Would it be justified to rape a man? In That's what he was asking. Yeah. He then he's thinking like I am, and he should he email was talking me. Talking about like a self-defense rape. Yes. Yes. This guy gets it. Okay. Well, maybe this, I shouldn't. Have, so maybe he should email it next week. He should email me. And yet, no, I do not endorse this. I'm just thinking about the philosophy <laughs> of it. The, the philosophy, philosophy of defensive rape. I don't, yes. can't even fathom a hypothetical situation. I need to move my camera down. If a guy breaks into my house and I'm justified in shooting him dead, why can't I just, you know, punish him otherwise? Rape to teach him, him dead? Is that what? No, he doesn't die. That's, That's how it's whole... rape, though, not yeah. self-defense rape. I we have callers to get to. This oh, is this why this discussion is. This is why this discussion is so interesting. <laughs> this is why people. This is why the masses tune in. You know, <laughs> uh, it's Stephen Miller time. Is um. 
is up first. Hey there. Hello. Uh, What's on your mind? Abend. How are you, my friends? We are all right. Good. How are you? Well, some black pills today. I mean, I saw oh. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no government shutdown. We're giving three point eight billion to Mexico. Oh, are we tired of winning yet? Well, wait. Is the is the government shutdown? Is that official now, or is that just speculated? Uh, well, today was the deadline for the continuing House resolution for uh, spending, uh, well, for budgeting. So yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's it's done. Um, yeah. So, uh, what are your guys' take on it? Well, and the biggest thing I'm pissed off about right now is the bump stock bullshit. Yeah. Oh, so, yes, that's I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, that is um, that was very disappointing to see from Trump. Um, and and, and just if people didn't see, not only is it a, a, a you can't get bump stocks going forward because of this bullshit classification of them as in, machine right? guns. But yeah, you have to destroy or surrender your property without compensation. That's, well, that's the other component. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. um, I hope they I give mean, me money for my belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that works as a bump stock, technically. Hey, turn in those belt loops. Yeah, yeah. really. I'm most Cut disappointed about the foreign aid. Mm -hmm. I understood yeah. that it was much more than $3.8 billion if you're talking about Central America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know how I feel about foreign aid. But I guess mm -hmm. the rationale behind this is, you know, we'll have fewer Mexican and Central American immigrants if we can prop up their economy. But foreign aid never works. It's like, ugh, it's just oh, going to go sure to corrupt officials like they always do. Build a wall. Build a wall. Good. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's going to stymie the flow of all of these people coming from Guatemala yeah. and Honduras. Oh, I'm sure it's going to do so much to stop that. It's going to do so much to stop the or the effects of demographic replacement, which we've been seeing for decades at this point. Um, yeah. So um, I saw that last week, you guys, somebody had mentioned John Darbyshire in the, in a, uh, what was it, in a, a post, uh, what do you call it? The, the um, super chat, in, yeah. The super chat, yeah. So I would actually like to plug John Darbyshire for a little bit. Mm. So he's been a writer who's been talking about the, about immigration and the demographic shift of America for decades. Um, he's been doing this since about the 80s. He was a writer for National Review previously. Uh, he now writes for VDARE, and he has a show called Radio Dirt, which is, along with this one and uh, Z-Man show, one of the few, uh, and Fascination, the shows that I listen to very frequently. No, fascination, <laughs> fascination is great. Fascination is great. It's not. I don't agree with everything on it, but I think it is one of the best public affairs shows. Oh, uh, I'm not laughing at you. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, but um, so Darbyshire is. Uh, he's also a pop math author. Uh, he's also written several uh, books on fiction. Uh, has an encyclopedic no knowledge of opera, and I've met him personally. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Hmm. Um, well, Despite that's a ringing endorsement. Um, Skag's yes. giving me the wrap it up face. So you gotta... Yeah, I'm sorry about <laughs> that. No, so, no, uh, fine. Yeah, well, let's try to hold out with some optimism for this um, coming uh, congressional session. I know that it's... I, it's we'll it's, see. It's, I've it's, given up hope. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, as they say, our patience has its limits. Yeah. All right. Mm. Thanks all right, for calling. Take care of you guys. Thanks. Yeah, Happy thank New Year you. as well. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to be, uh, light was a minute early and normally, whoops, accidentally put myself in the wrong room in Discord. Light was a minute early, but I'm feeling in the holiday spirit, so I'm Hey, did Karen Strong drop, drop into our roll call? Somebody in the, in the um, live chat said that she did. Uh, yeah, if that's the real okay. Karen Strong, should we bend the rules? Is that, is For Karen people... Strong, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll let light go first. And then we'll, well, I, we'll give Karen a moment. What's on your mind? I thought you guys should be like, fuck you, you were a minute early. Well, normally <laughs> I would, it. but it's it's the Christmas spirit, you know? So uh, 
I get it. That's nice of you. So right off the bat, I just usually I don't watch the stream because I like to listen to it, but I did mm -hmm. flip it on for a minute. And Blonde, did you just get banged out before the show? What's up with that hair? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Uh, if you must know, it's because I don't wash my hair every day. Hmm. Uh huh. Okay, I'll go with that. So I I think. Uh, Stephen Miller time was talking about the Trump stuff, which is irritating. Have you guys, mm -hmm. um, off totally off topic, have you guys heard anything about this 5G nonsense? No. In uh, oh, so our cell phones, Verizon's pushing real hard to go to 5G and all the cell phones, a stupid internet of things where people connect everything to the internet, which is just dumb. But the 5G networks only broadcast about 500 feet. Um, so okay. there's going to be cell towers everywhere. Every 500 us. feet? Yeah. And what's okay. the advantage Even... of doing this? Because uh, it'll give us about, uh, I think it's about 10 times or 20 times the amount of bandwidth. Um, the problem is, is that it actually, the, the, the microwave stream that it uses is like something like 3,000 to 30,000 gigahertz range. Hmm. And it's been proven to cause cancer in lab rats when they get bombarded with it. So uh, hmm. if you guys get bored, pull up a couple of 5G YouTube videos of people testifying in front of Congress. It's absolutely fascinating stuff. I wasted an entire day not doing any work today, just, just <laughs> watching YouTube videos and doing research. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it seems like it's only it's practical like in an urban environment anyway, though. You're not going to see these in rural America. Uh, you will, um, not hmm. in rural, rural America, but I mean, you have a lot of suburbs where they'll be sticking because, you know, all you got to do is stick it on every single um, power cable and. Oh, that's all they do. It's like a small, it's not, it's not like a tower figure. It's, it's no. just like a small piece of equipment. Yeah. Very small. Hmm. So um, they'll be put on top of light posts in people's front yards and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, it's really, it was all pretty interesting stuff. So you, if you get bored, spend two minutes or five minutes just watching one. Yeah, All right. and it's so depressing. Everybody's so depressing. It's been a rough day, though. Yeah. Let me leave you on a, on a fun note. Is If you get bored, and just because you really need a laugh, find the YouTube video about the black chick who's all super excited about finding where from Africa she's from, and then she gets her mitochondrial DNA back from the, the blackancestry.com oh, yeah. and finds out that she's fucking white. <laughs> what? How I, did I you heard... think she was black, though? Yeah, I heard about well, this. Or that she's like significantly white, if not. Oh my not god, totally does she white, cry? Obviously. Dude, she I mean, <laughs> she literally almost breaks down on on camera. It was the funniest fucking thing in the world. It was probably oh. I mean, I'm a pretty big bigot, but I'm not I would never I would never ever ever film myself with the reaction she had because it was straight up fucking racist like wow i gotta check okay, this well, out we then. gotta give you the boot but what yeah. should i look for black girl cries about ancestry will that do it uh yeah well, i would probably look for uh, my african ancestry test results all right Okay. All right. We'll check it Perfect. out. Maybe it'll be good for Sunday because I'm just looking for fun topics for Sunday. All right. Oh, that'll that'll be the like one of the most fun topics. All right. You see you, man. Watch. All right. See you guys. Thanks for Bye. Bye. Uh, you want to try Karen? Let's see if we can. I get sure her do. Here. I hope it's the real Karen Strong. I mean, it's got the name and the picture. Let's find out. Karen's in, but she's muted. Oh, there you go. Is it the real one? Karen. No, now it she's is, lighting. It is. Oh, there we go. Ah, yeah, it is. is. It is the totally fake, the totally <laughs> fake Karen Strong. I just, Good. uh, just a, just a comment. Okay. 
I'm losing her. Maybe Lost a bad her. connection. Damn it. Just to comment on oh, your hair, blonde. Um, <laughs> it, it really does look like, um, I, I don't know. I just, there's so much lag. So much there's what? So much. I didn't, I, I think you're breaking up, but I heard leg. Oh no. Karen's I think we're losing her. She breaks up his leg. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, okay. So anyway, your, your hair blonde is, uh, it, it looks like just rolled out of the marriage bed. I'm sorry. I know yeah, you're yeah, the that's... second person that, that has called in and asked. Me yeah, but you, you, out. you denied it categorically. And <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't believe you. Okay. Um, I've been called enough. out here. So I will admit that that was my situation. <laughs> fair enough. Let's excellent. Go with excellent. See that you should be proud <gasps> of that. Yes. Um, but, uh, Okay, so um, I, I actually just popped in because, well, you know, I didn't have anything better to do. And um, and I reason. was thinking that uh, you guys could all maybe go check out uh, on a channel called uh, YouTuber Law. Um, oh, also, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard he just talked about Sargon recently. He Well, he talked about Sargon last week, but this week after PayPal and is it Stripe now has, uh, has essentially... Uh, uh, said that they aren't going to do business mm -hmm. with Subscribestar, that actually opens the door to a potential antitrust investigation by really? the FTC. Interesting. Right. Because you're looking at uh, between, between PayPal and Stripe uh, in terms of credit card processing, they handle uh, 80 to 90% of the U S market. Mm-hmm on that so they form between the two of them a massive monopoly with huge amount of market power and for them to act in potentially in concert with each other to get rid of patreon's competition mm -hmm. right. right they're acting in an anti-competitive manner they're refusing to deal i guess is what it's uh what it's called um refusing business dealing uh -huh. um so that would be uh so i would just say everybody um Phone Ted Cruz. He he used to be the director of policy planning for the FTC. Interesting. He recently right. reamed out uh, Zuckerberg in. Uh, oh, in it was beautiful. Yeah, over uh, over uh, censoring conservative viewpoints on Facebook. So he would be the guy I think to to get in touch with, write a letter, and see if you can get the FTC to open up an investigation. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the tip. Before we, we got, let you go, did this did YouTuber um, YouTube Law talk about Visa and their diversity initiative? Well, the issue is too. Someone had asked him on that live stream that he just did on this. Uh, what happens if it's actually the credit card companies that mm -hmm. are that are spearheading this and are absolutely you know like holding PayPal, right? Um, you know, holding PayPal's balls to the fires and Stripe's balls to the fire. And he said, well, that would be an egregious abuse of, of monopolistic power as well. So hmm. there's very good, very good. there as well. So um, the, the whole idea would be to get the FTC to start an investigation. Uh, you know, a lawsuit is, uh, according to Lior, um, the YouTuber law guy, Lior Lesser, according to him, uh, a lawsuit is just uh, not going to work. Uh, most of them are thrown out before they even go to discovery, hmm. right? So essentially... People who say, I believe that these companies are colluding with each other and they're in, in on it in a concerted effort to stifle competition in the market. And uh, 
we want to take this to, discre- to, to discovery to determine whether that's the case. And the courts have consistently said, well, you have no proof now. Right. So hmm. you, it, it's not going to go to discovery. So unless you have a whistleblower, um, you're not going to get where you want with a court case. But with an FTC investigation, you might. I'll definitely check out this channel. It's YouTuber Law, right? Yeah, YouTuber Law, Leo Lesser. His uh, secondary channel is called Legal Dissent. Okay. And uh, yeah, and he's okay. he's quite he's not very political, but he's quite good with uh, in terms of explaining how the law process all works. So awesome, sure. awesome, great. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Karen. Thanks for stopping in. And, yeah, no um, worries. You're, you're welcome on the Sunday stream anytime you like. Definitely. If you would like to hop in. Oh well, you know. If I ever have a Sunday where I'm not busy, I might just do that. Oh, we'll um, we, we'll record at your convenience if you like to. Yeah, we we'll record uh, interview segments during the week just at the uh, at the convenience oh. of the person we're interviewing. So if you ever want to do that, then just let us know. Perfect. Or or you could just nag me by email. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate Bye, Karen. it. I'm happy to come on. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Appreciate everybody taking, you know, taking a little bit of a break there for Karen. That was pretty fun. Uh, and appreciate her stopping by. Like I've said a million um, times, I was such a big fan of her that, you know, she she was one of my channel. Yeah. Didn't you say she was like the first person or one of the first people that you Yeah, I sent her my first video and she watched Mm. it and gave me a really in-depth response. It was so helpful. It gave me the confidence to start my channel. So I love Karen. I hope I didn't fangirl too hard. I actually got really nervous there. <laughs> oh, man. You know who we made wait? That's, I'm glad he stuck around. Stephen, uh, Stephen, two Stephen, of the, oh. Stephen two of the song fame from Sunday. Oh, cool. Hey, yeah. bud. Yeah, bud? Oh, I hate myself. Hey, bud. <laughs> But Thanks for the song, dude. That uh, the part about uh, how could someone have how could someone have so much hate in their heart made me laugh. That was so cool. Sure. That warmed yeah. my heart, and I showed it to my mom, and she was really impressed. Yeah. That's really cool. Thanks for shouting, guys. That was cool. What's Bud. up? <laughs> Chilling. I just I just have a quick question. Um, yeah, I've been I've been playing like piano at holiday parties lately and stuff. Hmm. Um, so if you guys had to sing a karaoke Christmas song right now, which one would you guys pick? And uh, hmm. how well do you think you guys would do? Uh, not karaoke w- Christmas. I would do terribly because I'd sooner die than do karaoke. <laughs> I could never get drunk enough to do karaoke because I would be flat, drunk, blacked out on the ground before that would ever happen. But Christmas if- music, I mean... If uh-huh. I were to, it would be like rewriting the lyrics. Like, did you see the video that Seamus made uh, about that, like, intersectional Christmas carol or whatever? Oh. It's like a college no. campus intersectional Christmas carol where he rewrote all the lyrics and it was awesome. I think that's no. kind of fun. Like, you try to rewrite lyrics on okay. the spot. Gotcha. Um, if it was oh, just wait, singing oh, traditional carols, you could count me out. But I don't know that I'm really partial to any. Um, Baby, it's cold outside. Hmm. Yeah. yeah since this show is pro rape, as we've established. For sure. Yeah. That sounds good, dude. Yeah. I'll learn it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, all right. Uh, how, is is it fun? You? you enjoy doing that? It, like, uh, yeah, you know, it's all pretty these fun. Yeah, yeah. It's good money and shit. And people like oh, you get paid. Music, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a music. I'm a piano and guitar player and stuff. So, like, so you like, do people hire you to do this or how does it work? Yeah. Yeah. You get to do like either weddings or just holiday parties and you just either get a check or just like some cash at the end of the night. Do you get and, free food and drink also? Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah, you get most of that stuff usually. Yeah, hmm. sounds worth it. And yeah. like fun. Although people yeah. that are drunk at holiday parties are pretty annoying. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, you get to yeah, it's part of the job. So, <laughs> all right. You any guys, last you words? Guys are great. No, nah, you guys are awesome. Final Thanks for playing my stuff. And uh, oh, yeah. of course. Thank you of so course. much for doing it. 
Thank you, Wednesday man. evenings are fine. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Have <laughs> a Merry Christmas day. and a uh, Happy Later. New Year. Merry Christmas. We don't say Happy Holidays on this show. No. Uh, let's see. I lost my place. Bear with me. Where did I leave off? Uh, Dead Eye Guy's up next. Live chat. Whoops. What's whoops, up? Whoops. Oh, I accidentally closed out of the live chat. We're so good at running our own show. <laughs> I know. Hey, Dead Eye Guy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey there. So I think this whole uh, Patreon debacle is starting to balloon up into uh, a magnitude that I don't think uh, our, our friends in the Bay Area would have thought it was going to. No, I know. I was listening to uh, a snippets from the Joe Rogan podcast today. So he's had two today. One was Get Sad, which just finished up a few hours ago. And Good. I hope did they talk and they talked about this? And, sure yeah, in both Good. podcasts, it was it was spoken about. He talked about how Sam Harris dropped his Patreon and yeah. I mean that that platform alone, that Joe Rogan podcast reaches just so many people. Yeah. Oh good. yeah, yeah. I heard Dan Bongino talking about it. He has one of the most popular conservative podcasts. Everybody's talking about it, which is good. great. Um, yeah. And you know, I have talked some shit on Sam Harris, but it takes a lot of balls to just cut off an income stream like he, that out of principle. And he, he I gotta you know, get credit real credit. Yeah. credit He's the one who's done it. And I mean, there's been a lot of people urging me to do it. And listen, like, I, I, get, I, can't. I get where you're coming from and sticks coming yeah. on this too. It's like for, for the smaller tier people, it's like, I get the principle. I get where you're coming from. I share the sentiment, but I However, have to eat. I, I got bills. I gotta pay. <laughs> na, 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 na. I mean, that's the reality, you know. You don't know the song? I did, I don't know the song. Oh my god! Totally it's, it's, off of it. That was a big hit. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't perform it well. As soon as I saw yeah. all that shit drop, I, I immediately canceled Patreon, and dropped over to subscribe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and then as, as soon as you uh, sign up for Subscribestar, they deplatform that too. Well, I know how how much though, down right? are you like percentage yeah. of patrons? Well, oh, mine is massive. I'm about thirty seven percent of my patrons have left. I'm, I'm about there too. Yeah, but they're all it's writing really massive. nice apologetic emails. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Jack Conti is a faggot. Jack Conti yeah. sucks balls. My exit surveys yeah. are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a call with Patreon at noon tomorrow, so we'll see how this goes. I it's not like I'm under any illusions that they're going to persuade me, but I'm listing my questions for uh, how I want to uh, ask them in pointed fashion. So if you have things that you want me to ask Patreon, send me an email. Take it on, take it on Hangouts and live stream it. I asked them. I asked them if I because to me it's I'm I'm approaching this conversation both as a creator and like I was one of Sargon's patrons. One of the things that pisses me off is you severed my support of his channel without saying anything to me. I learned about it through other people talking about it and Sargon talking about it. You never sent me an email from Patreon like, "Hey, this plat this creator you supported has been deleted, so don't count on your money going to him at the first of the month." You know that no, pisses so me off. Don't ask him. I'm saying just live stream it. <laughs> no, well, that actually will breach the law in my state and also potentially what? YouTube policy. I live in a two party consent state. Yeah. Oh. And if I understand it correctly, uh, the recipient state also has to, has to. Oh, does that, is that the way it works? I think California so. might be two party consent also. Yeah. I don't think it is actually. Might, I, I don't know. I could look it up right now. Cause uh, yeah. well, there's always like, um, bunch of channels that uh, do recordings without protests and shit like that and they don't, they don't California is yeah California is I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't do it but the it's, thing about it's, this uh, is two party consent your audience wow. trusts you so much because you are clearly always telling the truth I tell people this all the time but I never ever check Skag's math when he divvies up our monthly income because I would die of shock 
if he was shorting me one cent and he'll give me the cent if it's yeah, give you the extra number. penny. Yeah, he'll do it. Um, so, you know, you've built this audience based on telling the truth all the time, even though when it's something really annoying. Um, so you can just kind of recount yeah. what, what, they, what they tell you. When I report back, it's going to have to be a take my word for it situation, yeah. unfortunately. But eh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're dealing with a contact. Tim Poole's been uh, pretty hot on it on, uh, yeah. on Twitter and his channel. What, yeah. I mean, if what you say is radically different from what everybody else is saying, then that then we'll be skeptical. But yeah. I think we all have a pretty good idea of what the corporate strategy is on that side. I mean, anybody yeah. for a, a, a business or a corporation like that, myself included, pretty much could write the letter for them and what they're going to say to you. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, any any final thoughts before we let you go? Don't think so. School bikes. We got to win this uh, this game on Sunday. It was refreshing to see a beatdown on Sunday. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, I had to curb uh, it because it was the Dolphins at home, and if we lost yeah. that, I'd probably have to burn all my jerseys. But <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, hopefully we can talk about the playoff game next time. Yeah, man. Talk to you guys twenty nineteen. See ya. Are they the okay. ones with the orange and teal? Yeah. I, it's between the Dolphins and the Bengals for my most hated NFL uniforms. What's wrong with the Bengals? Is they it have, their tight pants? Well, they're all tight pants. So you know how <laughs> like you know how tight I like my pants, of course. Uh, but it's the black orange color combination of the tiger stripe helmets. Even though my college colors were black and orange after Princeton, I didn't go to Princeton. I went to Lewis and Clark, but they adopted Princeton's colors. You know because they like Princeton. But I hate. It's always <laughs> a, it's like a Halloween color combination. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Orange yeah. and black are a natural color combination that have been ruined by a holiday, like red and green. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't hate the color combination of red and green, though, I, I think it can look all right. I can't work it into any of my decor, though. Yeah. I, everyone would immediately think Christmas. You're right. Anyway, uh, Constantine's <laughs> waiting while we discuss holiday color schemes. Everybody's favorite topic. Constantine, what's on your mind, dude? I think uh, I think everyone knows, but. We are out of Syria, finally. And it's yeah. not like the last two times. It's not like the last two times. I mean, even the Russians are saying, oh, yeah, they're getting out. I mean, it, it's serious this time. I don't think there's going to be a false flag. I don't think there's going to be another missile strike. I think it's actually done, and I am honestly still it's, – it's a bit surreal for me. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't followed this news closely at all. I just saw Nobody's the Nobody's talking about it. Well, yeah. none of the – no media is talking about it, really. I'm sure Tucker will oh. talk about it tonight. That would, that would be a victory for Donald Trump. We can't have that. Absolutely not. Right. Hmm. Well, it's nice so to hear something positive after the terrible few days he's had. Oh, hmm. oh yeah. And, yeah, you know, coming from me, I, I know a lot of people differ. Uh, yeah, the immigration stuff, the wall stuff, the bump stop ban stuff, I was furious with. And I was like, yeah, what what are you doing? Why, why do we have this? But then, I, you know, my primary thing is let's uh, avoid unnecessary wars. Let's avoid all this crap we've been doing in the past, you know, 30 years. And if he can deliver on this, frankly, at this point, uh, and with uh, talks in Yemen and Afghanistan, if those come through, I, I have to say I would think Trump's time in office would have been successful. Yeah, I'm much more concerned with Afghanistan. Like, how long is this going to take? Um, the talks of the Taliban have been going on for like six months now, and uh, this is the like, longest span of time. They've continuously went on without any breakdown in negotiations. Well, they just executed that Afghan leader guy a few weeks or months ago. Remember that? And the U.S. commander escaped. There was like uh, the, that was hardly yeah. covered at all. But there was negotiations between Afghan leadership and U.S. or, uh, you know, allied forces. And they were, as far as I understand, literally in a room, the Afghan leader's guards betrayed him. 
shot him dead. Uh, and I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert on how the politics of Afghanistan are going, but that that was a major I, thing that wasn't, you know, it was kind of a blip in the news cycle. But yeah, I'm not surprised uh, that happened in a country run by pretty much warlords at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that really was a blip on the radar because nobody was really surprised by it. But uh, again, I uh, I'm a bit in shock. I'm still waiting for that. Oh, we're keeping contingency force. Oh, we're not actually doing it. Uh, I'm yeah oh there's been a chemical attack yeah yeah yeah, even though um actually I I I think they've played that out so much to the point where not even the neocons believe it I mean you have people like John Bolton who haven't oh I don't know they can probably do it once or twice the New York Times subheading right now is the troop withdrawal is seen by analysts as an abandonment of America's key allies in Syria and a boon for the Islamic State what oh yeah um apparently we have to help these uh, communists who can't fight at all. They, they call themselves the Kurds people. Think they're wonderful. So if we huh. abandoned them, a communist group might be, might get crushed. It, it's so tragic. Oh, the New York times. Oh, anyway, we got any final saying, thought? Hmm. Uh, yeah, my final thought is I hope this pans out and it's looking like it will. And if not, I, I guess we're just in for the ride and I'm going to be pissed off, but uh, yeah. hopefully next week I'll still be talking about how great this is. So I'll leave you here. All right. Thanks, man. He's he's already out of here. Uh, Let's take one more before we uh, hop into um, Super Chat break. We'll take a real quick non-patron caller. Let's let's talk to Commissar Ferrari real quick. Hunter, fellas. Go for it. What's on your mind? Uh, Today, I came here to ask about something that's quite old, but still bothers my mind. Mm -hmm. The Vietnam War. Should should America have been in the South Vietnam, or should have we kept fighting and Killed oh, the man, VC I'm, in the north. I'm not a great Vietnam mind. It'd be hard for me to make a call on that one and okay, uh, pretend like and I'm then, qualified to do I'm so. Quickly give you the information. It basically, mm-hmm. was like um, America was winning, but the public wasn't happy. America was damnably winning. You, uh, President, the title fence of the decisive turnaround for the Viet Cong to win was ten to one casualty ratios for the Americans. Mm-hmm. In favor of the Americans. In favor. Okay. Yes. Right. I mean, just generally, I don't think we should be trying to abolish any governmental system in any other nation, including communism. We just need to fight that on the home front. And we were so unfamiliar with the terrain that the loss of life was tremendous. So, you know, although I I hate some hippies, I've got to be in the camp of like, like, no, what were we, what were we doing? (laughs) Oh, I see. Okay, also, I, this is the end of the blonde spawn, and that wasn't what I wanted. Uh, happy Christmas <laughs> for both of you. Matt, yeah, sure. Uh, happy Christmas both, for Merry both Christmas. of you, and I Merry... see you in January, I guess. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Thank you, man. Yeah. Have, have a happy new year. All right, let's uh, take a quick break into the super chats and stream labs. Um, Michael Lazari, I waited a few weeks to say anything, and I'm very disappointed no one has given him the non de plume Jack Cunty. Jack Cunty. Um, Jack Cunty is is a that's a yeah. Why have we not Why have we not been using that? That's a natural nickname. Yeah, huh, I'm kind of disappointed. Hmm. It's like Focahontas. As soon as I heard that, I was like, Why did I not think of that? Hmm. Ha, um, gotcha. Shark breath scorpion. Take, okay. <laughs> take my money, you sexy fascist. P.S. Blonde, I love the book recommendation. I'll be sure to order my sisters a copy. Yes, I just did a video on Brittany Pettibone's book, What Makes Us Girls, and it was such a good read, and I have been 
in I, she put me in the inscription and I was so touched. I sent it to Skag oh. today and he goes, you're a fag. <laughs> yeah, I said no, nah, but then I said no. That's nice. It is nice. It was so yeah. nice. Um, it's such a good read, and yeah, get it for your sister, your mother, your daughter. Uh, it's oh, a great good. Are you playing you. Sounders over me? God, you son of a go, bitch. Ovid says can't make the show tonight. Guys, girlfriend came home for winter break, so I have business to attend to. Have a killer Ooh. show and have a killer bang, Ovid. <laughs> All right, thank. <laughs> Have a killer bang! Uh, thank you, man, uh, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all that. Uh, Match Crusader, financial terror is nuked. SS, here's some love. Thank you. Fourteen dollars and eighty-eight cents. Uh, AZ Archer, good evening, bitches. Matt and I once made love after his video. I heard gobble nuts and just couldn't resist the invitation. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, and as always, keep it classy. I know I was watching that this morning. I laughed my ass off. It's a good joke. It was the it was the easiest. That's the easiest joke ever. Yeah, come on. It was so funny uh eric austin no no thank you sir tune in drop out the black girl didn't cry because she found out she wasn't black she cried because she found out her father wasn't her real father just thought that needed to be cleared up love the show um i'm still gonna enjoy it. uh you dare hey world war one headline heir to austrian throne and morganatic wife are shot dead by schoolboy in capital of bosnia the assassin was 20 years old. Ah, yes, the media has always been truthful with no bent. Yes, they are They're always true. <laughs> yeah. Drew McTighe, McTighe, happy Kwanzaa. Oh, well, thank you. Um, Michael happy Azari. Kwanzaa, Drew. Uh, yeah, Michael Azari says, blonde, hey, bud, me in response, hey, dad. I know, I can't believe I said that. Ugh, <laughs> poured out of my mouth. It, hey, bud is a, yeah, that's an odd one. I don't know yeah. that I use that very frequently. Like, who do I say that to that it just came so naturally to me? I guess Steven too, because he's our bug. He's our bud now. He's our bug, bud. He's our bud now that he wrote us a song. I was like trying to show affection without being creepy. And it just didn't play well. <laughs> uh, Ryan Glowacki. Yeah. I'm starting a militia. They'll be used to form a word dominating cannibal army, and I need a slogan. Uh, one, kill them all, eat the babies, or two, join the fight or join the feast. Which one do you like best? I like join the fight, join the feast. I mean, sign me up for a dead baby joke. Although, is it kill a joke? them all, eat the babies? Come on, join the is fight it... or join the feast. It's got some good alliteration. I like it. Sorry, I'm team dead baby joke. <laughs> Boo, mm. Wolfcat, Wildcat, fuck you, Patreon and PayPal. I'm allowed to support who I like. I'm with you. Uh, Michael Azari again. Kentucky radio station plays "Baby It's Cold Outside" for two hours straight. <laughs> oh, I've heard. There's been some backlash. <laughs> is that yeah, true? Some... <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard some radio stations are doing this just out of spite. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Aria 8888. No, no. Thank you. Sock Puppet Joe. Has Trump cucked on the wall? It appears so. Um, Miles mm. Kinslow. Hi, guys. With SAWs going after Simpsons, Apu. Is Dr. Hilbert Cosby inspired next? PS Blonde. Love the last ah. video. Seinfeld offensive. I know these fucking college students. Yeah, I, I'm not I've, even I've, a big Seinfeld fan, but I watched that and I was like, fuck you, kids. I, this makes me furious. I've not watched the video in full. I need to check it out. But I've heard a lot of people, yourself included, referencing this thing terribly. Really? Really? It's like one hundred and twenty thousand down or something. Well, why are people mad? I mean, is it because the creators? Why are they mad at the creators of the video? I don't think they're mad at the creators. They just want to it's show their the disdain content. for the for the college mm. students. I think yeah. the whole point was to show that that these kids are idiots. Oh, and their mm. inflections are so bad and everybody's got a vocal fry and they're like, this like, is like, 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 problematic yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it's like. Um, I think we're good for now. Okay. Let me grab a couple super or streamlabs uh, before we move on. Kyle climate says PayPal is a bunch of dirty cunts. 
So here's your monthly allowance of coins. Merry Christmas, guys. Well, thank you. Much appreciated. You already did, says, not sure if you saw, but there's a GoFundMe for the wall, which sure is interesting. This week is weird. Maybe that's the way this is going to have to happen. Yeah, I mean, but I have to know that they'll accept the money. This, I don't trust GoFundMe, so. (laughs) Yeah. You know who else had a GoFundMe that I want to talk about on Sunday? I think I, well, I think I showed you on Skype, but Desmond's freaking mom had oh, a GoFundMe. Oh, I know, because they're both unemployed because the dad's yeah. a giant pussy, and so they're pimping out their son to gay men. We, we, she said something to the effect of, it's, Sunday, right? it's been hard to find a job because we're so busy managing Desmond's schedule. Oh hmm. my God. Maybe don't give him a schedule and get a job to support your kid. Right. And that's that? not even the working child isn't even the part that I have the problem with. Yeah, exactly. The worst part of all of yeah. this. This just makes me fascist. When I see stuff like this, I'm like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was. Uh, yeah. As I said to you, if ever there was a hope to get me to go fash, it's this stuff. It's, this. it's not. It's the it's kids not, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the it's it's what we saw of him dancing at the uh, gay bar. It yeah. made me want to want to kill the parents like with my bare hands. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Dangerous Spaces is up next. Mike is muted, thus we'll give him a second. Next up is Half-Assed Contender. Try him. Everyone's mic is muted. Yeah, go for it, man. Hey. Um, yeah, what, it's funny you just mentioned Desmond because I just want to quickly touch on something you talked about. Mm. I, think you, I think in terms of slippery slope, you're thinking about it in terms of a lateral connection from one issue to the next to the next. I don't think that's necessarily what it is. I think it's just a case of what's acceptable okay we've now made that acceptable what can we go to next then what mm-hmm. can we go to after that and what can we go to so i don't think it's necessarily that there's a connection between the things it's just maybe maybe you call, could call it boundary pushing yeah or maybe i think and part of the progressive ideology is that there is never enough justice achieved which is sort of what you're talking about too right like, for me to get off the progressive bandwagon, as I said, there was a point where, especially with when, when the court made the decision, you know, whether or not you thought the court made the correct decision to me as someone who supported um, the outcome, maybe not necessarily the decision, but the idea that gay people could get married to me, as I said on Sunday, that's like, all right, that's enough progress moving on. But to these people, they have to find that next injustice to go to. And I, I don't think that way. Like, I, I, right, I see right. a clear end. I mean, they created mm. an entirely new class of people just so they could be perpetually offended some more. Yeah. I graduated yeah. high school, what, it was 2006 or something? I went to a high school of 2,500 people, not a single tranny. This is an entirely new phenomenon. Yeah, that's true. I actually didn't even know any in college. And I went to college 06 to 2010 at a liberal oh God, arts college Mizzou, in Portland. I didn't know any either. It's like this, yeah. is, this is a new thing because minority communities were like, we're not getting enough attention. Yeah. I'm it's like inventing now. new victim classes. Yeah. 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 Well, it makes sense that if it was a popular thing, people, you know, latch onto it. So uh, <laughs> just, just, uh, can I go to a second topic just quickly, just to sure. give Matt a little bit of advice for when he talks to Patreon? Matt oh. loves advice. Okay. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I solicited this. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. But in terms of, well, just because, because, and it's not quite the same thing, but because I did a journalism degree, but I also majored in PR. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to do both sides. I had to learn to view it from both sides. Mm-hmm. And a good way to do it, actually from both sides, is to go over the conversation in your head and think about some of the points they may come back at you with. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, because if you watch interviews, especially these, like, oh, by the way, Matt, have you did you get the thing I sent about Sarah Sanders getting yelled at at the press? Uh, I saw it in my DMs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm off topic. Um, yeah. If you watch interviews, a lot of interviews these days, they'll ask a question, and the answer will give them something that really needs a follow up or mm-hmm. really has gone off track, or really ha- they won't follow up. They'll just go to the next question, and they will go. And you'd be surprised if you actually think about where the conversation's going. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised because there's times where the person will say something, you go, ah, I've thought about that. I know how I'm going to respond to it sort of vaguely. So yeah, yeah. I've, got a, yeah. I've got a bunch of questions I was going to suggest for you, so I might email them after I get off after the show finishes. Yeah, I've basically, I mean, I'm going in with a set of questions that I want to ask, and um, I've basically separated into questions that are specific to the standard uh, and then questions that are specific to the, the process. Because one of the things that bugs me the most too is, I mean, we can, we can, obviously this standard to me is unenforceable in a uniform, fair way. It's so intrusive that you'll never police everybody. But beyond that, once you're identified as guilty, like Sargon was, there was no due process. And I don't mean like, they have to offer it in the way a government entity does. But as a good a good faith authority figure, you should have an element of that. Right. They didn't give a warning. They didn't have it. They would. They said they would. There was no automatic appeal. They said to Sargon, we'll initiate the appeal if you provide us evidence of the negative, if you provide us evidence that it was not hate speech. That's what they said. So the process elements of it to me are as damning as the standard itself. And I really want to hammer this down, again, not so that Patreon can convince me that this is a viable platform. I've already seen enough to be decided on that, but I hope maybe to plant some seeds in the minds of some of these employees that listen, there's a reason everyone's bailing and you have to understand that the standard you've set and the process you've set are woefully insufficient and totally untenable and nobody has confidence in your platform. Right. Maybe Mm. that that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal. So they're just going to skirt all of these issues and be super evasive. Um, Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. good that you're not recording it because they would act, they would behave totally differently if they knew people were going to listen to it. That's kind of why I've decided to handle it this way. Yeah. Yeah. But the other issue that I don't think they've thought through, and just quickly so you can go on to other people. Sure. Um, I have been talking to you guys a bit about doing my own channel, and I just mm-hmm. saw this and just went, because I've kind of half, half asked and tried and done little bits here and there. I've just looked at this and gone, no, I've got to do some stuff. I've got to actually, I don't think they've thought about the fact that this will create more people getting into conversations and exactly yeah they just don't they're just not thinking about this yeah Mm. definitely definitely i'm just about about finished my script so i might send it to you guys when i when i'm done cool we'll check it out well merry christmas happy new year all that you too you guys have a safe new year have a good christmas thanks bye bye half-ass contender you're good to go if you're ready otherwise we'll try babe Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He actually referenced my name a little bit there. He said he's some above me and half-assed. My brand's working. Hmm. <laughs> well, it is one of my favorite usernames. Although we have a lot of what great is this Megma Bukaki? No, no. It's no. just I like the name half-assed con- contender. Ah, oh, half-assed contender. Oh, okay. yeah. I like that name. Oh. It's second yeah, so I... only to Megma Bukaki. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I well, agree. and we have Niger fan too. Don't that's forget a good one. about Niger yeah. fan. <laughs> I still am Dildo Swaggins. He's the one for me. Okay, what's on your mind, dude? Okay, so something I've been thinking about lately, and I want to see uh, have you guys weigh and see what you think, is uh, has the political landscape changed how we talk to our children about politics 
And let me unpack that because you're mm. probably not exactly sure what I'm talking about there. So to go back to my life, my parents, my entire life, pretty much until the past like election, we never talked about politics ever, not on yeah. Thanksgiving, not ever. They never influenced me or told me what to think about anything. I've always been a very independent thinker myself. And uh, and maybe a part of it is they were, you know, they are at work and they didn't have time for that shit. And they never even really watched the nightly news and all that. So maybe so maybe that's part of it. But I just don't remember ever talking about politics with anyone. And I've made up all my decisions on my own. So that's what yeah. I wanted to do with my kids. That's what mm -hmm. I thought was my plan. But I was recently talking to a guy at work and he was very uh, happy with how he handled his kids. And he said the same thing. He said, oh, I never talked to my kids about politics. And he has one daughter who is very smart. She can go to any medical school. She wants to be a doctor. But uh, she was really upset in 2015 about the uh, the Black Lives Matter shooting stuff. And she uh, she supported that. And she wanted to like do protests and like do the Black Lives Matter stuff. And he was like, the dad was like, hey, that's not what you went to school for. But you know, you can think whatever you want to think. And then on the other side, he has a son who's really smart as well. And he's like, well, this, my son loves Donald Trump. And he says, oh, the news is all fake. So it's very interesting how he's got one spectrum or the other. Hmm. But to me, I, what I want is the truth. I don't really care about political parties, but I want the truth. And I don't yeah. know if telling people the truth, they're going to obviously see which one I like. So for example, if we're talking yeah. about the second amendment and guns, I'm going to say, okay, kids, here's what a semi-automatic means. Here's what fully automatic means. Here's the, the laws. And then, you know, how could they pick one side or, or the other? How could they want to ban? Right, right, right. Guns? I think the and important thing, thing to Black do, Lives Matter and all that. what we're going to do is instill an interest in truth seeking. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to like say that I, I, I want my kids to draw their own conclusions. I really don't. I want them to be like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically uh, what I'm getting at. But, you know, I, it's it's like you go to college not not to learn what to think, but how to think. I think that parenting should yeah. also be like that. I would agree. I, I'd be lying if I said that I would be cool if I raised like an Islamic communist, and but he reached it through his own personal inquiry. I mean, I guess. But ideally, I would like somebody who thinks I would like my sons and my daughters to have so, some sort of similar worldview. But to the point, I will prioritize critical thinking above all else and supplement an understanding of you know the american right. constitution our value systems and not just because those things are uncritically good explain to them why they're why seen as good now maybe you disagree and and i would encourage critical thinking about those things but um but i guess that's the approach i would go with first is like question everything no sacred cows that said here are the ideas that have stood the test of history and right, that right, i right. think are good yeah, I, and we'll go from there. That would be my. And approach. if you don't instill the uh, desire to seek out the truth, then you're just going to end up with a rebellious kid, and then that's how you end up with these yeah. like blue-haired feminists yeah. and shit. And if I had a kid like that, it would kill my soul. And I don't want a, I don't want my kid to believe in American values blindly. I want them to be staunch defenders of it, and that's where right. that's where the critical thinking ability comes in right, right. Uh, first. See how long we'll let a call go. If we're there. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Parenting philosophy is interesting to me, even yeah. though, you know, I don't have any direct interest just yet, but soon enough, hopefully. Little skags running around. Maybe. Being annoyingly rational and <laughs> Jeez. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Jeez, dad. Yeah. You have any final thoughts? Um, I guess I wish both you and your families a uh, Merry Christmas, and I hope the big red man Daddy Trump brings you all the presents you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You as well. Uh, you Merry as well. Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
Uh, something really quick. I just saw that Karen Strawn said, you guys all know the head of Patreon's trust and safety team used to work for PayPal, right? I didn't know that. That's news to me. But that you doesn't surprise ask me. About that. Is this the Jacqueline? Is it Jacqueline Hart? Or what's the name of the lady who wrote the Sargon statement or released the Sargon statement? I is it that know. same person or is it somebody else? Um, I don't know. Answer, answer in the live chat if you can. Hmm. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. What a bullshit response that was. I read it and I was like, oh, God, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like taken explode. in context. This is hateful. Like, how can you possibly any, any context, reach that conclusion yeah. taken in context? I, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Right. Let's uh let's people are saying yeah, it is that Jacqueline bitch. Okay. Uh let's talk to Buddha Fett. And then we'll grab a non patron caller after that. Buddha, you're good to go if you're ready. Well hey guys. Totally incestuous. Hey. What's on your mind? Uh I will give you guys an option today of doctor's office shenanigans or (laughs) Facebook bans. Does the doctor's office shenanigan involve some weird medical anomaly or surgery gone awry? It's probably a kid. No, thing. just a leftist thing. Oh. Uh, Let's go with doctor, <laughs> uh, doctor, doctor story. Right. Okay. So, very first time we went to the, my son's pediatrician, mm-hmm. the nurse flipped out about my service dog. And she's like, no, you can't have dogs here and all that. And mm-hmm. since then, she seems to have an issue with me in particular. Because today she was like, is that a gun on your hip? We're a gun-free zone. It's like, no, there's no sign saying you're a gun-free zone anywhere on there. And Hmm. nothing on your website says so either. Hmm. Was she just lying? Probably. Yeah, she was like, she like, she left us for a particularly long time before coming in. And then she, uh, the doctor said that she feels more comfortable with someone else in there, despite me not having said anything to her. Hmm. It's probably what, as though, as though you're going to kill her or something like that. Yeah. What is this? Like, I, I guess she thinks that. Hmm. Well, but, you're a thousand times more likely to kill her now that you know what a bitch she is. So that was, what, you uh, played are, did you tell us before what state you live in? You don't have to share if you'd rather not. Washington. But... Oh, okay. Ah. I guess maybe in Washington. Are you in that's... Eastern Washington? No, sadly. Okay. Hmm. Well then she probably was some silly leftist. Yeah, she's she's this like chubby. Uh, there it is. Wiggly puff looking thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, uh, we're just gonna next time we go in, we're gonna ask that she not be involved in our care. That sounds fair. If she's willing to fire you as a patient, I don't say well you can't fire her as a nurse. Yeah, I I don't feel safe letting her near my son with her <laughs> erratic behavior and feeling that she's above certain things. Yeah, sure. be like, I'm afraid she's going to eat my son. He must stay away. <laughs> why well, is she's making up all these policies, stupid. so I right. figured why not just get it out of the way and we don't have to deal with her again and she doesn't get to start stuff with us. Hmm. Well, thanks for calling. Next time, call with a story about like how you accidentally chopped off your thumb and then had to have it sewn back on or something like that. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. My cousin did that. Really? <laughs> yeah. He did that with a log splitter. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah, like there was a tiny bit holding it on, but it's back to mostly functional. Wow, you've totally redeemed yourself. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Let's grab a quick non-patron caller. Ask for Matt hasn't called in a long time with any cadaver stories. That's true, yeah. Mm. Uh, he goes by a different name, though, now. I forget what Oh, I should stop calling him that Something name. else. Uh, Vox Exidium. <laughs> What's on your mind? Hey, close enough. Uh, nothing much. Uh, sorry, sorry. What? 
I was going to say, you can tell me how you pronounce it if you want. I, I'm terrible with reading some of your guys' crazy names. Oh, no, that's honestly close enough. Right. Uh, well, I would like to start off with a little humble brag. I uh, just graduated college. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you, thank you. And then um, secondly, I would like to say that your video, Matt, uh, that dropped today is excellent. Uh, Isn't it so good? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, seriously. Like, I really like when you get into like the philosophical underpinnings of these sort of leftist thinkers. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. I mean, I, I want to understand them not because I think they're going to persuade me. I'm pretty. I, of all topics, I think free speech is the something is is probably the thing I'm most entrenched on. But I, I want to understand these people who are having some degree of success at undermining it, because they yeah. must be stopped. It's, yeah, it's exactly. crucial. It's, it, that's why that's the First Amendment. So um, I just so to preface this question, um, how much do you know about what uh, what's called the Cultural Revolution back in the hmm. back in the 1960s in China? I know next to nothing. A little right. bit, not super well versed. So um, after Mao Zedong caused mass famine in the 1950s, uh, he sought to regain his power in the 60s by mobilizing young people, especially students, into having this fanatical uh, devotion to him, and so these gangs of youths called themselves the Red Guard, and they roamed uh, the land to uh, hunt out these reactionaries and dissidents to Mao Zedong's uh, rule. Mm -hmm. And they would, you know, they were these horrible, I would almost call them terrorists, where they would drag these people out, make them confess their crimes, and then shoot them dead in the street. Hmm. Sounds All like right. the youth from Columbia University. Exactly. <laughs> I guess so. And yeah. so, and so was I the hundred flowers movement part of this? Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I, I just know they called themselves the Red Guard, and that's where that uh, term came from. Uh, but anyway, so going back to your video, these people that try and shut down, you know, people with undesirables, they're kind of like this sort of digital red guard where mm. they try and root out these quote fascists and alt-right. And it's, you know, it's very similar where it's like, Oh, you, you, we will make you confess your crimes and not shoot you in the street, but you know, deplatform you and have yeah. your uh, income taken from you. Yeah. 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 I, I, and, and I hope, I hope some sanity is going to be restored before we start seeing serious consequences i mean we've been we've been mentioning it on sunday and beyond it's like you start meddling with incomes and livelihoods that's a final straw for a lot of people man this is not a game anymore it's not just yeah. taking away my ability to write a stupid tweet or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah they're they're directly interfering with your ability to make a living yeah um and the hundred flowers campaign that that was in the mid 50s when mao coaxed out all the intellectuals saying there was like an open intellectual policy and then murdered them all. Right. And that was probably part of the great leap forward because that was the whole agricultural program that they had under communism on these uh, communal farms. And it ended up, uh, just hasn't been tried properly. Don't you <laughs> No, Absolutely not. Right, we we got to We got to wrap it up. But if you have a final thought, go for it. Um, uh, yeah, nothing much, just job hunting and, uh, they're celebrating Christmas. <laughs> well, good luck. Uh, Merry Christmas. I hope you find a job for Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's get a couple more before we take a break. Getting back into the patron callers. Regal Fraggle is up next. Go for it, man. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. What's on your mind? Um, on Sunday, Blonde, you had talked about um, when you were talking about Subscribestar and the uh, the problems they were running into, you said they need to be uh, taken – how did you word it? I don't remember. But did you refer to the government taking control of the situation or society at large? I mean, I would like to leave the government out of this, but if we get in a situation where uh, – there's a total monopoly in any industry, then we're going to have to, like Karen was talking about, we're going to have to deal with some, some antitrust stuff. I don't really see how we can avoid it once it gets to a certain point. I hope we're not there yet. I would like there to be free market solutions, but you know, if my back's against a wall, I'm going to have to have the government bail us out. I don't know. I, I would rather not. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got. Did I say I that on to... Sunday? We did talk said... about that though. You said something, but you left it open ended. I wanted to wanted to make sure you clarified because yeah, it, it kind of I, I don't know. Bit. I think Skag's in a similar position. Yeah, what I what I want. I mean, listen, uh, Patreon pissed me off, and I will. I mean, I want ideally, I want to be off that platform in as smooth a transition as possible. That's right. not suicidal for me financially. Um. Uh, but what I want is people like the guy making Subscribestar or any other to make a bunch of startup competitors and not be messed with by these by these mobs. That's yeah. what I want. But these mobs are intent on doing what they do. So you need one of two things. You need either someone to stop this nonsense mob behavior or you need people with right. a backbone to stand up and say, listen, as long as it's not illegal, we're going to allow commerce and financial exchange. We don't care. As long as it's not illegal, go away. That's what has to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to require state intervention. I hope that it won't. But if if it gets to the point you're describing where it's only a small handful or even one business controlling all of this exchange and they're trying to enforce their worldview or their ideology, uh, then you basically have the same effect that the first amendment is trying to prevent. It's just not a government actor doing it. So yeah. what would be the difference at that point? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think the best option would be to wait a while and see if it turns into a situation. Like what I see a lot in the oil field is you'll have a guy that specializes in something like maybe he gets a bunch of clients and he does work for them. Mm -hmm. Then a company will buy him out. Like, yeah. Get he'll they'll buy his um, basically his customers to get exclusivity, and then mm -hmm. once their contracts up, they go back to him, and they have to buy him out again, and that's how mm. they make his money. Okay. So maybe it could yeah. work out that way. You get yeah. maybe the programmers or something that that write the code for these uh, websites. To um, do well, that. So it's got to be the processors the at this point too. But yeah. I will say that if True. we're going to do that, if we're going to wait much longer, we have to have some line in the sand. Otherwise, it's just going to go too far, and we're going to be mm. screwed. Um, that's true okay quick gun of the week then so i can go sure um so on red dead they have the mauser pistol mm -hmm. it's actually based on the mauser c96 but they actually have a full auto version oh. called the uh mauser m712 it's basically the same thing it's just a select fire pistol yeah and if you think it's fun shooting one of these just semi-auto you yeah. should try it in full auto it's I pretty mean, damn fun it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing that is kind of interesting about these, most people think they were made for the 
nine by 19 Parabellum, which is nine millimeter. Mm -hmm. It was actually originally designed for seven, six, three by 25 Mauser. So oh, it's yeah. a caliber. So it's a model specific caliber. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and there's a few others it's made in. Yeah. Pretty cool gun. If y'all guys, if you guys want to check it out. Sure. Well, thanks right. man. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Merry Christmas. Yep. See y'all next year. Bye. Yep. Let's take a quick break and then we'll hop back into the last segment of calls. I asked sure. for the live chat to tell me their gross medical stories and boy, oh, no. are they delivering. <laughs> oh no. Um, okay. We should do, did you say we're going to take one more? We should. Uh, I'll, I'll read Walsy's uh, Streamlabs real quick here. Looking forward to the results of your Patreon interview. If any fresh information is learned, happy holidays. I wouldn't count on me for fresh information, but I'll tell you what I asked and what they said. And, um, unfortunately I think a lot of that will be sort of predictable to be honest, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I think it's worth having the conversation since they reached out to me. This is not me asking them for the conversation. This is them reaching out to me saying, we'd love to assure you how safe you are on Patreon and how much the trust and safety team is looking out for you, Matt. Okay. I, I want to hear about it. Trust and safety team. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, boogeyman nine one seven. Matt, you're lying. The line is a legal activity. The rest is none of your goddamn business is the clearest description of how rational thinking people should act towards this moral panic. Well done. Exactly. Well, thanks. Um, Tanner Wilcox, you sponsors as a catch all for patrons and stars. I paid five bucks for this. Don't let me down. Ah, That's pretty good. Yeah, that we could go with that. I do like I, calling the SS though. Yeah, there's that. But as, as these competitive platforms arise as I anticipate they will, it makes sense to use a catch all instead of like saying patrons and subscribe stars and yeah. people on whatever, you know? So maybe show sponsors is the way to go. Probably right. Good call Tanner. Uh, big LC. I hope the Patreon crashes and burns. Jack Cunty gets chased out of tech, goes to work at McDonald's and trips and falls into the deep fryer. That would be one <laughs> ugly nugget. Wouldn't it? uh curtis miller we haven't left you skag just can't support patreon tim squirrel can eat a bag of nuts that, <laughs> sure. can yeah eat a briefcase of nuts um, and I, I i can't emphasize enough i am not like mad sad i don't have negative feelings about anybody leaving patreon i understand no, not do I. I understand it's yeah. not yeah that is not the way i interpret any of this i have anger towards patreon and okay. jack conti but I don't have any uh, any negativity towards the audience or people who are making that decision. I'm with you in principle and in spirit, 100%. He's with you in spirit. Oh, okay. Nala Black, back in 2009, to celebrate Ford's refusal of the ba bailout, Matt and I made love in the backseat of my 2005 Mustang. It was a <laughs> tight squeeze, and so was he. Wow. Well, thanks. Ugh, bad taste in my mouth from that one. TNT cycles <laughs> PDX. Did you see Jordan Peterson was invited to host the Oscars? He he said he'd host the bloody thing after making fun of the selection committee. Merry, Merry Christmas, Buzz. All right. Who is going to host the Oscars? I don't know. A sad trombone, maybe. Nobody's going to uh, watch it regardless. It doesn't matter. Nope. Hmm. Uh, Michael Lazari, cannibal army slogan, beat him then eat him. I like that one. Hmm. Like yeah, it. go for that. Uh, can we talk about Jennifer Lawrence banging Harvey Harvey Weinstein on the Sunday show? I this is news to me. I, I was not. Yeah, I mean, one of the chicks that he supposedly sexually assaulted claims one of her claims was that uh, he was always bragging to her about how he boinked Jennifer Lawrence. Did I say hmm. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Okay. Which I have been claiming for months and months because she was like, 
oh, he never tried anything with me, blah, blah. Hmm. And I was like, ooh, we should talk about it on Sunday. All right. Um, Fago, join the fight, join the feast, save me a seat. Mexican ah. and cheese. I laughed in the 90s when conservatives said gay marriage was the first step. Next, they would try to make kids gay. Now I look at Desmond. I know I, I've turned into an old woman and, and I'm like, kids these days. I can't I know. believe. I don't know what happened. I wonder if, if our kids will be like, I was fine with all the tranny stuff, but now it's the, <laughs> it's all I the, I don't know what's the next step. The, they're, no, they're reached the stage of pedophilia. What's after that? You saw yeah, the maybe. TikTok thing, right? Have you been following this? No. Um, there's this app. It's just like Generation Z. It's just filled with like fashy shit lords. It's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Paul just watched I, made a video about it. It's great. Natural rejection of their yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, Michael Azari, hey buds, if you want want to laugh, <laughs> check out John Ward's breakdown at the Trump Schumer Pelosi meeting on the wall. That is John mm. Ward's breakdown. Sure. Curtis Miller put a running wall donation money counter right below the running debt counter. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. A big donation from the truth about immigration. Thank you. I'm deleting my Patreon. Here's four months of subscription payments doubled. Whoa. So you can split it with Blonde. After the Jeez. death settles, I'll subscribe to you on whatever platform you're using then. Your show means more to people than you realize. Never stop. Love you both to the moon. Well, oh. thanks. And I, I've been able to chat yeah. with her for, you know, in our patron hangouts. And uh, yeah, she's a very nice lady. So, so oh, that thank really you. really hit me the, right in the field. Yeah. <laughs> I got to cry. Shut yeah. up. And you're she's crying. got her own YouTube channel, too, if people want to click that. Um, the if truth this... about immigration. I actually yeah, she, saw her she's, in my comment section today. Yeah, so you can uh, check out her YouTube channel if it's still clickable. And she's oh, got uh, yeah. she's got some things to say over there if you want to check that out. So thank you for supporting the show. And, and um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm really emotional. Mm. I had to edit out all the parts of Britney's video today where I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Azari, how would people be reacting if Desmond was a little girl in a regular strip club? My issue yeah. with the left is they're not fighting for equality, just flipping norms on their heads because reasons. I don't know. At this point, I think that some leftists would be fine with that too. Maybe, maybe it's female empowerment. I yeah, don't know. Whatever the twist would be. She's six, and it's her body. Uh, oh god. Rational. Let's do a few more. Rational orc. Never try to uh, stop a country from going communist. The locals would just resent a foreign power in the land. Only save them after the food runs out. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Glenn Copeland says victim equals loser. Victor equals winner. Ain't that the truth? Let's do two mm -hmm. more right now. Michael Azari. And here's another 10 as cheers to the truth about immigrations donating like a boss. Mad props. Wow. Left well, thanks guys. Much appreciated. For right now is Claytron Bear. What I always make in the 60s, we had hippies, 70s, punk, 80s, goth, 90s, emo, thousands seen, uh, or thousands were seen and tens trannies <laughs> i guess so the natural progression yeah. yeah okay all right uh big lc is up next big lc you're good to go if you're ready and uh this will be our last call segment till the bottom of the hour so try to keep them on the clock blonde okay good. go go for it man if you're ready hey, can you hear me guys yep. yeah i had an issue with the mic so that's good all right, this Desmond shit is so fucked up. Oh my God, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. For a moment, everyone everyone was cool with the drag stuff and that thing they did on the TV. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. This Isn't this a breach of law? I It would seem I so. Know. I don't know what New York laws say about this sort of thing, but generally minors are not allowed in bars, period. 
whether they're or maybe it's maybe there's a performer exception i don't know well okay let's not pull any punches here this kid is also clearly doing drugs and having promiscuous sex with old gay men <laughs> oh come on how do you know it's promiscuous that's that's a reach <laughs> <laughs> he might be in a monogamous relationship what about with that video man. i sent you where he's talking about using ketamine yeah i know i've seen that one too yeah it's horrible this yeah. is satanic satanic shit i can't even believe what i'm seeing yeah. And we shouldn't all, the so news from, all the news from this has only been coming from conservative outlets. So oh, yeah. The left is not yeah. He's just being who he too. wants. He's not getting pimped out by his stupid feminist bitch mother and his pussy father. Yeah. And Shapiro did a bit on it. That was that was a good that was a good watch. Yeah, that was probably the biggest outlet I saw covering it. Oh, really? Yeah. Shapiro talked about it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, from the CNNs and MSNBCs, insert cricket sounder here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's so fucking ridiculous. Even would be taken badly. So yeah, and in the meantime, they're totally obsessed with a billionaire porking a bunch of whores. Like, and even though it's consensual, it's like I, I and nobody cares about this brazen pedophilia that's going on. It, I just I can't wrap my mind around it. I just hate the left so much. Perhaps they'll air the story when he kills his whole family in like five yeah. to ten years. Yeah. I would petition to get him out of jail if that happened. Like, All right. <laughs> Justified. Justified yeah. homicide right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got to keep it moving along. You have any final thoughts? Just remember when that happens, Blonde, he's not going to be a tranny kid anymore. He's going to be a white male. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair point. That's so true. Thank you, man. You have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Jack Conte get fucked. <laughs> you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year as well. We should start a GoFundMe to get Desmond a charger, a Dodge charger for his 16th birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that's a great idea. <laughs> the official vehicle. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, uh. I know a fat guy. <laughs> the official vehicle of hatred-based murder quests or something like that. I like it. My God. I wonder if Dodge Chargers did face, like if sales dipped as a result. I wonder dipped. if that, or increased, if they had, <laughs> if there was an effect. I know a fat guy, you're good to go. I'm oh, way okay. too proud of myself. Uh, just like, uh, normally I would give you economic news, but uh, you told me last time you, you wanted to know where it came from. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you're soft again, though, so if you can speak up. I got okay. you bumped up. There you go. Yeah, okay. let, us, let us know the origin of the name, I know a fat guy. Uh, it actually comes from the early trolling days, actually, uh, is because uh, we weren't really into the Howard Stern, like, calling in to, like, Baba Booey people. So mm -hmm. we instead decided to, like, write in to people to mm -hmm. try and get them to say some kind of saying. And my saying was, I know a fat guy. We yeah. had, I had a number of friends who had other sayings. Like, I had a friend who had something to do with, like, to pet a spider to fix a flux capacitor. And that's where the I know a fat guy actually comes from. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Did you ever get them to read this? Oh, yeah. I got... Uh, okay. I got... Uh, I got Phil Donahue. I got a guy on CNN. I nice. <laughs> nice. Did you? Were you able to save recordings of this? Oh, this, this was actually early before YouTube, so nobody was actually saving it. One yeah. guy got... One guy got Sean Hannity, so nice. What was the uh, name that Sean Hannity read? Uh, I think Sean Hannity read something about like petting a spider. Oh, okay. Huh. I know a fat guy's clearly the best one. 
<laughs> well, there, right. there was a bunch of them. I like I I'd, I'd have to connect with my high school friends in order to get all the <laughs> digital names. Sure. Final thought, if you want it, go for it. Uh yeah. Uh, I actually was on. Uh, talking to Richard Wolf and I'd like to thank all the Richard Wolf fans who have actually come to me asking for financial advice because they're not hmm. actually socialists. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, congratulations, man. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Yep. Merry Christmas. And thanks for sharing the story. Merry Christmas. Okay. God damn it. It's a Dodge challenger, not a charger. I oh, ruined Dodge. my own punchline. Well, close enough. Well, you know, we're, we're famous for being close enough on this show. What, isn't there a car called the charger or did I, I, I Dodge challenger, whatever cars are something. I, another thing I don't care about. Admin. I care about sports and cars. Hey. <laughs> yeah. hey, what's on your mind? How are you guys doing tonight? We are all right. How are you? I, uh, I completely blanked on what I was going to talk about, um, to be honest. Um, Do you have any gross medical stories? Oh, is that is that a topic of the night? I got a it's always a topic. Time. You got a toenail removed? Oh, wait, Dodge makes yeah. both. There's a Dodge Charger and a Dodge Challenger. Oh, really? Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I just was curious. Anyway. A toenail? I don't know. I got lots of amputation stories in the live chat. Sounds like you've been, you've been beat. Toenail. Get out of here. Yeah, what else no, you talk I've, about? I've been a very lucky boy. I've sprained <laughs> both my ankles six times, but that's Ooh. about the that's about the worst it's ever gotten. Weak. Yeah, well, go I've hurt got, yourself some more. So you got a story. I've got strong couch. bones. I can't help it. <laughs> I got really upset at the whole Tucker Carlson thing. I'm sure someone's already talked about it, though. No, no. Are you talking about the ad boycotts or something else? Yes. Uh, Wait, what? What happened? Somebody give me a TLDR. Oh, the, the, you remember how Laura Ingram got ad boycotted because of David Hogg comments? Well, they're doing oh, the same thing to Tucker now because he said that immigrants, uh, I don't know if he meant, Im I don't know if it was illegal immigrants or immigrants generally, like, you know, poor, low skill immigrants will make your country poorer and dirtier and something like that. He says that all the time. Just now they're boycotting him? Now they're mad. Yep. I, I didn't even really see the news article until... um. Well, I didn't even read it. I went on to Twitter, and I think Count Dankula had actually shared it on his timeline. So hmm. I went to I went to the comment section of whatever whatever association decided to go ahead and astroturf Tucker Carlson, and sure enough, there was a bunch of lefty shills in the in the replies with plenty of black people clapping gifs <laughs> and uh, you know digital blackface. But let's ignore that. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. And Tucker is, you know, strong as nails. He's not going to take. Not he responded. The, the, it was either last. I think it was last night. Basically saying, "Get fucked." I don't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. He responded appropriately, and I think uh, I know the first three of the tagged uh, advertisers were based in San Francisco. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah. obviously they're going to drop advertising." They're one of you, you fucking idiots. Why you the hell is anybody from San Francisco advertising a Tucker Carlson show anyway? And nonsense stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, IHOP's, IHOB is not nonsense, but. That's right, IHOB. Did you get one of those burgers when they changed to IHOB for like a month? No, I no. I didn't get the chance to. I normally do get burgers there, though. I don't, I don't imagine. Are they imagine... good? Oh, yeah. No, they're fine. Hmm. I, I've eaten a lot of the different sandwich varieties they have. They're perfectly serviceable. Will they make you like a pancake burger? I guess that'd basically be a McGriddle. 
McGriddles are like the greatest uh, breakfast food ever made. I don't care what anyone says. Powerful. They have syrup on them, though, right? The syrup is infused into the pancake. Oh, I can get on board with that. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, if you guys want to call in and talk about pancake sandwiches, we'll let you go for like five minutes. (laughs) All right. Thank you, man. Any final thoughts before we let you go? Uh, What are you guys getting or giving for Crimbus gifts? Oh, I can't tell you that because the people who are getting the gifts are listening. Oh. I have a no gift Christmas because I am going to be spending mine in Hawaii and I can't take anything with me and I don't want to send anything to anybody else. So no gifts given to me. I'm Mm. not giving them to anybody else. That's the rule this year. And the get, greatest gift of all is not having to give other people presents. Sure. It's a power move. Yeah. You, uh, you, if you want to reveal any of your gifts, go for it. Well, right now I'm discovering how finicky it is to get a good gaming monitor. I just got a gaming mm. PC that I randomly cool. bought on Black Friday. So now I'm getting the accoutrement to accompany it. And boy, there's a lot of bullshit with these monitors. I had assumed sub 30 inches was small, but I guess not. Hmm. All right. 30 inches. That sounds huge. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Merry Christmas. Caesar. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Definitely don't anybody pull that soundbite out. What? 30 inches. That sounds huge. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound huge. Okay. Scary huge. Uh, We'll get through a couple more patron callers here, and then we'll close out with maybe a few non-patrons before we call it. Um, Mustache Asian. We'll get you in next here. I like Mustache Asian. Although I don't see Mustache Asian. Mustache Asian, if you're still hanging out, hop in one of the waiting rooms because I don't see it in there. Caesar, you're famous. The uh, left hand always asked for proof of life of Caesar. So every- <laughs> I asked him even before we went live. I asked Blonde, is he dead yet? No. No, he's going to live for 20 more years. Big Red Doggy will let you go. Although I, I know what you want to talk about already. Hi. Oh, he needs a second. Ooh, Anthony Brian Logan in the chat. Hey, man. Hey, bud. He I won't can't get it, you guys. He won't I, get it. He, I'll have to uh, play the stream, I guess, and be Flagland. Um, oh, yeah, if you can't hear us, I will allow you to go on your rant. I know you're pissed off about the bump stocks, so if you want to just chime in and offer your thoughts, and then we can let you go. If you're able to hear us through the stream. I'll give you a second. Um, oh, Mustache Asian said skip me today, so we'll move on. But to, why? Uh, he must why have had to go or something. Nah, it's fine. I'm just, uh, what can I say? Uh, I'm uh, petting and comforting my CZ Scorpion. <laughs> That's right. Are you, you're, are you able to hear us now? No? Yeah, I don't think he can. He put a binary trigger on his Scorpion, which allows you know a, a shot on the forward and backward movement of the trigger. So, yeah, so I'm, it's like a bump stock? Is that... it's, no, it's a rapid fire to mechanism. I'm going to wait to see what everything is. Okay. Um, tell you what, I'm going to let you go for just this moment. He's listening to the stream. So big red doggy, I'm going to let you go and then I'll take one more caller. And if you can't hear us, I'll pull you in after this next caller and you can just say your thoughts on uh, the bump stock ban. And then I'll let you go. If you're not able oh, to man, hear ABL us. got a strike for what you said, haters, haters, bullshit. I, probably people that disagree with him. Just gave him a strike. Hmm. Judski, you're good to go. If you're ready. Well, first thing here is fuck the guy that mentioned uh, wanting to get rid of the SS. We're going to be the SS. Oh, we're going to be the SS. Was that is, is it you who coined that or have you appropriated it? I don't know. I, I'm i pretty sure. I don't know if I called in about it or if I sent a Streamlabs in for it or not. But, I yeah. like it. I, I like it. Blonde Fuhrer so, with her legion exactly. of SS. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> 
No, um, just want to call in and say uh, thanks for always putting on a good show. Um, only been around for about, I think, like since February of this year. Hmm. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Merry Christmas. Um, and then uh, I also called in, I think the first time, about some, uh, what was it, the jewelry commercials. And now they're selling stuff, whatever, with a purchase, you can now get video game systems. So just with the ring? On, with a ring, like oh. it's like over a purchase of whatever amount. So ah. um, I just saw I'm sure that's what she wants ball. to see with her ring. Look, I got a new Xbox too, so I'm never going to pay attention <laughs> to you anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, I guess there's also a, a journalist, I just saw this in chat, um, who's writing and won some awards. And he's been, he, he called himself out for writing fake news. Hmm. told the guy in chat to email you about it so be on the okay for that. all right well thank you man merry christmas yeah, happy you. new thanks year for watching. Merry christmas. much appreciated yep. and thanks for tuning in for this year and uh hope you'll stick around for the next year too yeah definitely and as always uh fight the good fight thanks man let's try uh i'm gonna try bringing big red doggy in again and we'll just let him go if he's able I, to go i can hear oh now you can hear hey here Okay, hey. go for it. Rant away. Rant away? Oh, I don't know if I can rant. I've been drinking. Ah. <laughs> you shouldn't you be extra ranty? What kind of drunk are you? Oh, are you an emotional drunk? Get out. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna I just don't give a fuck. Okay. How about that? That's but, fair. No, no. I'm, what else could be said? Um GOA is filing an injunction lawsuit. We'll Good. see how well that works. Th this whole uh, thing is bullshit. I it, it's Yeah, it is. It's not a machine gun, and it's my property. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Properly. you got yeah you got multiple oh, no. prongs of What's why this is. What's the plan? They're gonna they're gonna institute some kind of buyback policy. Is that no? no. You have to destroy it or turn it in by March. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no wonder no... you're so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, I don't have to turn mine in. Mine's mine's not listed. Don't let the don't let them know. Shh. Yeah. Really. Ninety five percent of people are gonna be like, yeah, totally destroyed it. Yeah. We already know how this turned out based on the states that have done this. Nobody showed up. Nobody yeah. turned their shit in. It's not going to happen. And I, yeah. I was shocked to learn when I was researching for that video, some they esti ATF estimates potentially 500,000 of these. That's way more than I would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually surprised at the numbers, but hmm. uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Bump stocks are definitely cheaper than the binary triggers, but... Yeah. Um, but... You think, I, uh, well, and, and honestly, your binary, and that's the thing, your binary trigger uh, that you just bought for what, something like 500 bucks, you don't have to say the price, but that's that's what, bucks, yeah. yeah, the 500 bucks, it's fancy trigger, like we were saying, like I was saying, Blonde, basically, you you think of it as a, as a, a fancy rapid fire mechanism, but you get a round per forward and backward motion of the trigger, if that's an accurate characterization, right? Yeah. Well, that's going to be nice. Any, anyway, the, if... All I'm saying for Big Red Doggy is if someone does a mass shooting with that, pretty mm -hmm. soon his $500 property will get the same treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've not just got one. I've got two. I've got one yeah. in AR. I've got one in my scorpion. Yeah. So is there any way to investigate and see if these have actually been destroyed or is it just self-reporting? Because literally nobody has an incentive to destroy them if nobody's going to come and there, them There's them. no accounting for who has them. Yeah, yeah, just bury the them in your backyard is... until things blow over. Well, the thing is, uh, you, I, I don't even know. What have they listed as far as the repercussions? I don't even think I read that far. In the is, as f I need to read it, but if my understanding is correct, it will be treated the same as illegally possessing a machine gun. 
Are oh, you serious? So, I believe. Uh, yeah, so oh if that's God. the case, uh, yeah, uh, that that's going to lock you up in... Uh, A long time. Long time. Yeah, oh, the, well, the, don't it's like 10 years and fines and stuff like that. Oh my yeah. god! No, so, no, but here's the thing: is so, I don't want to be the one who falls on that sword, but maybe somebody has to because that. Let's say, let's put it this way: someone has to challenge this in court. Someone getting prosecuted for that would be one mechanism of challenging right. it. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I, I have actually a lot of faith that this is not going to hold up in court. It's not a machine gun, and you can't take people's property uncompensated. Right. Yep. God, that's hmm. so awful. Come on, Trump. I don't know. I'm. Uh... I'm kind of pissed off at Trump lately, so I'm yeah. I'm join the club, yeah. I'm pretty close to saying fuck you, so. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about that a lot lately, and it's it's been pissing off my audience. I get emails about it all the time, like, "Well, he's still better than Hillary." I am aware us, of that. Stop I being understand. Fucking cucks. Yeah, but it's just he pushed out for all the reasons that I voted for him. I know he's the know. better alternative, and that he kind of carried us out of a burning building. But most of it, it's just that he's slapping his dick on the table. I'm not seeing a lot of great strides. The Syria thing, of course, is good. The economy is better. Yeah. We haven't dealt with the debt problem. But I voted for him so he would deal with immigration. He hasn't done shit. So, yeah, you know, but- so something better happen before I have to vote for him again because I'm just going to abstain. I swear to God. Women right, should be voting big- anyway. Well, the big question, even on the economy thing, is how quite, how long? Because I think this is what they're calling what a bull market. Yeah. How long is that going to last? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we got to let you go, man. But uh, no, that's in, fine. enjoy your uh, your new toys and uh, and have Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that. You guys as well. Thanks, dude. Let's get a couple of non-patron callers in before we wrap up the calls. Uh, Ronin, I don't even know how to say this. I'm going to go with Ronan Muriel. Muriel? You're good to go if you're ready. Yeah. Stop. What's on your mind? Uh, not so much. Merry Christmas, first off. Well, Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, no worries. Um, look, this is more uh, just a bit of a background, right? Like, I am originally was born in the Philippines. I've mm-hmm. moved to Australia since then. But looking on now, right, like, uh, there's a bit of an issue where... Like now that I've got sort of an outside perspective, there's just a, a, a culture of absolute corruption where mm. even like a lowly security guard in a mall wants uh, what they call a processing fee, which is, you know, the euphemism for a bribe. Um, apart from, I don't know, like a full-on fascist dictatorship taking over the place, do you guys have any sort of, you know, any other way because I've been advocating for like the past 10 years for us to just join, join the bloody U- U.S. already. <laughs> That's, yeah, pretty much the only way I can see it. being. Wait, reformed. are you talking about Australia or the Philippines? No, no, the Philippines. Australia is ah. pretty good, even though it's so far on the left that we are probably going to fall off a cliff in the next 10 years. But hmm. yeah. Oh, geez. I don't what know. Do I mean, what's your populace like? Well, if you look at what my pop, our populace, it's... Uh, if you look at the reasons why Duterte was elected, it's pretty much the same as um, the reasons why Trump got elected in the U.S. But the problem is, right, like, it's pretty similar to Mexico, except I think we're a lot more, uh, not Mexico, but South America in general, we're a lot less, uh, what's the word? We're a lot, le- lot less enticed by kids, if that makes sense. Um, problem is, there is, because there is a significant, you know, like, Muslim uh, population and an insurrection going on, uh, it's also a lot more prone to extremism. 
Right. Hmm. Right. Like, so it's, uh, it's a bit of a, I don't know. I well, Muslim we countries the US tend to need to be ruled with an iron fist historically. So I don't yeah. know if that answers your question. I mean, as far as democracy is concerned, it, it's it, can any countries really handle democracy? Look at how poorly America uh, is doing. Thing. When when I, when I was deployed in Syria in 2014, right? Like the the, um, the uh, majority sentiment was pretty much like, look, we need Assad because without him, there would be like a full-on Christian genocide in Syria. Right. Mm. Right. Which has been, you know, historically quite accurate. Like right. Like before. Um, before Saddam Hussein came into Iraq and after he got booted out, right? Like, look at what happened to the Yazidis and everything, right? Like, yeah. these are the most ancient Christian communities in the world. And yet, here we are, you know? And they did so, know how to deal with extremist Muslims in a way that Americans just didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a sensibility there, isn't it? Yeah. All yeah. right. We got we to wrap it up, but uh, we'll give you a final word if you like. Oh, well, just that's just that thing, right? Like, um, based, first off, there's a shout out to the real off hours, which was based off your server, Matt. So thanks for sure. giving us the chance to do that. Okay. And the other thing as well is, um, I sure hope to God that the true right wing party is going to come up in Australia because we are fucked. Yeah, hmm. me too. Me yeah. too. Anyway, thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you, man. Have Hi. a good uh, day in Australia, I guess. <laughs> I'll try. Thank Have you. Lunch, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get uh, we'll give El Vaquero last word tonight on the calls. Um, El Vaquero, go for it. We've heard from him oftentimes through his video submissions, but I don't think we've taken a live call from him very frequently. Uh, I think you took one, but anyways, blonde, I have some more hate facts for you. Oh, okay. So I was going through the FBI's Uniform Crime Report and combining it with data from the Census Bureau, and I was able to work backwards and get the homicide rate by the race of the offender. Worked oh out. yeah. It's good stuff. Pray <laughs> yeah. tell. What is it? So for, if I understand correctly, white men commit 99.9% of all violent crime. Is that, is that correct? But only against minorities. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> so for, for white non-Hispanics, it's 1.4 to 2.1 per hundred thousand. <laughs> oh, These okay. are murders or what are we talking about? What type of crime? Homicide, Murder, yes, homicide. Okay. For Hispanics, it's 5.3 to 6.1. And for Blacks, it's 19.8 to 20.5. Oh, my God. And this is but, how many years or what year? This is for 2016. Okay. And there's another issue. I've done it, a lot this of is aggregate national data, right? Yes, yes. Aggregate national data from the Census Bureau and the FBI's Uniform Crime Report. Holy shit. There's... Another issue, and that's I've done a lot of analysis on education, and a lot of times when you get Hispanics in a school, the more Hispanics you get, the more they perform like Hispanics. Um, so I think the same thing will happen with crime with illegal immigrants. The more of them that come up here, the more they're going to act like they're in their home country. So you're saying conditions for everybody decline as opposed to conditions and performance for Every, for those students rise because they're in a better environment, so, so to speak. Yeah. Right, that, right. That's a fair understanding? Well, there's okay. less of an incentive to integrate if they can transfer larger proportions of their home communities into... Yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. But what you're, saying is like, what you're saying is as the change in the school happens, the population changes, the performance tends to decline as opposed to the low performers rising, right? Exactly. The, okay. the Hispanics do worse the more Hispanics there are in the school. And I think the mm. same thing will happen with crime. 
uh, as we let illegals up. So shut the border. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Are you uh, are you off the Trump train yet as a as a border hawk? Um, you know, I don't care if we get a wall just so long as it gets secured. And I don't know if he's going to be able to get it secured. I don't know that I agree with Tucker Carlson. So hmm. uh, he doesn't think that Trump can, even if he wants to. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I, if I was ever on the Trump train, but I was never anti-Trump. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the hate facts. We appreciate that. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Take a last word if you want it to, but otherwise we'll let you go. Uh, Merry Christmas. And when he uploads it, I had a chat uh, about crime and demographics with Vince James at the Red of Elephants. So be sure really? to check it out. Interesting. Yes. Oh, gosh. I love him. His channel is fantastic. He's been killing it oh. lately. Yep. All right. Awesome. We'll check that out. Thank, Thank you. you, man. I can't believe that someone would have stop so grilling, much brother, like, YouTube hate in their heart. I do it all the time. <laughs> Okay, so that'll be it on callers. Appreciate everybody hanging out. I know we can't get to everybody. Um, if you're having trouble getting into the live room, uh, send us an email as we're about to read. That's beautyinthebeta.gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line so we know that's the purpose of the email. And uh, yeah, I can let's, let's hop into these before we close out the show for the year. Uh, Molly emails and says, I was a big fan of Pomplamoose, a band which consists of Jack Conti and his wife, which is the origin of Patreon. Basically, they were musicians who needed funding and started the website, as far as I understand it. Uh, when they came into the, onto the scene nine to ten years ago, uh, and since then, obviously had to come to terms with what a mistake holding them in high regard was. They've, um, or there's been at least one bonfire of photos and signed merchandise. Oh, no. <laughs> Who are some of the creators, thinkers you've had the hardest time letting go of as the years have gone by and your own thoughts have developed and changed? Um, oh, God. Slay your heroes. Jordan Peterson. You know, another uh, I Jordan Peterson has not bug, bugged me as much, although I understand the the uh, the reason he's bugged a lot of people um i've not let go entirely but one that's been hard for me to deal with is watching some of the milo meltdowns as somebody who i mean that guy changed a lot of my perspective in like late 2015 2016 and you know watching him rip his audience for not supporting him enough or something like that he has been mistreated he's been given a raw deal but he also lives an incredibly extravagant lifestyle you know that seven thousand dollar bill i'll never forget that because that's like almost three months of normal expenses for me. $7,000 goes a long way around here. $7,000 on one meal. And then he's like, I'm broke. It's like, well, what the, you were spending extravagantly. And then when we met him, he was covered like head to toe in designer clothes, like $20,000 worth of clothes. Mm. It's like, I just can't imagine you would run out of funding and you can't just host your own fucking podcast like we do. I've not gone the full like burn stuff or like, you know, bail on somebody entirely though. I've, I've had disappointment yeah. with people, but has there anybody, anybody that you've had a bonfire for? Like she's talking about. Oh God. I'm trying to think of band people now. Um, I guess a long time ago, I, I didn't know that Eddie Vedder was so stupid hmm. and I had a hard time with that. He said some idiotic stuff about guns. I think he kicked one of the original band members out for owning a gun. I found that out and I was like, what? Musicians are really tough. Like pretty much all the musicians I follow on Facebook, bands that I've liked for a long time, musicians I've liked for a long time, to varying degrees, they all post anti-Trump shit from time to time. It's like, I, I, yeah. I signed up for this page to listen to your music, not hear about your politics, you idiot. Stop about, posting like, Trump articles on CNN. 
comedians have cucked out hard. Chris Rock has. Oh, Jim Jeffries would be a good example. I loved Jim Jeffries. I thought he was hilarious. And then he just, he got way too political. He yeah. looked like, remember when Pierce Morgan made him look sane on. That's on right. Bill Maher's show. Yeah. That's right. Um, I used when, to love when, Amy Schumer. I should, I phrased that wrong. When. Jim Jeffries made Pierce Morgan, Morgan look sane. That's how crazy Jim Jeffries was. Yeah. Um, when Amy Schumer hit the scene in like 2013 or whatever, I would watch Inside Amy Schumer all the time. I thought she was so funny. And then she had to open her fucking mouth about politics. And now I hate her more than anybody else. I also used to love Taylor Swift. There's more of her to hate these days too. So much more. Um, <laughs> but a lot of this is because I've changed. Although that's what she said in her question. By your mm. own thoughts have developed and changed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry about the Pomplamoose experience. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. Let's get to the next one. Um, Jonas Lav, in a bit of a black pill mood for the past few weeks, ever since 2017 stats came out that showed a decrease in life expectancy in the U.S. for the third year running, mostly due to suicide and drug overdose fentanyl, if I, if I remember correctly. Everyone I listen, Clav and Shapiro, Clavin, God, I'm retarded. Clavin, Shapiro, NPR, et cetera, seem to mention Oh, that's terrible. And then get back to praising the economy, Trump's legal trouble, talking about the Middle East, et cetera. For me, though, this seems to be catastrophic news and all the tax cuts, deregulation, free speech, guarantees free trade, closed open borders uh, is just chair arrangement on the Titanic. More than that, it seems that only the American people can change this and that I, just one man, can't do anything other than try to live as a just a life as just a life I can yeah. Really looking for some hope from you guys or at least advice on how to get out of this funk. Thanks for the best couple hours of listening material on the web. Thank you, Jonas Lav. Um, I'm pretty blackpilled too about these things. And I just have to adjust my Zoom and concentrate on being with my husband and living the best life that I can. None of us, no no one person really is going to have that much of an impact. But we, if we all contribute to living the best lives that we, that we can possibly live, then society will be better. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the drug overdoses, I totally agree. And I talk about this in one of my videos on homelessness and addiction, but there's this rat utopia experiment that, that is, it mimics human society in that these rats will forego um, drugs if they are having a healthy communal living experience where they, mm. they live in little societies. And I think that that's the problem that we have. So if you can reach out to people, make them live, feel like they live in a cohesive, safe community, then you are really doing your part in incrementally reducing people's propensity for drug abuse. Yeah. You I basically took my exact that. thoughts on this. It's like, what we're dealing with is a crisis of purpose and maybe that's related to a lack of religiosity or a breakdown of the family or all of the above. You can't inject purpose into someone else's life, but the best you can do is give your own life purpose. Yeah. And, and when you do that, I think you're giving others that are close to you a platform to find that purpose for themselves too. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, you got to have something beyond yourself to live for something beyond yourself to provide purpose for your life. Right. So, right. And before we move on, one of the silver linings of being black pilled is that you can say whatever you want because you just don't care about the consequences as much. <laughs> so there's that. Sarah says, uh, there's a transgender and thank you, Jonas love. Sarah says there's a transgender female high school athlete named, uh, Andrea Yearwood. And I actually did videos on this person who, is a it's a biological male 
racing in track and field. She does sprints. He does sprints, racing high school girls and dominating them. He won the state uh, track and field champion or events at the state track and field. Does he still have a dong? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, you watch the footage and it is this like muscle massed dude. Dude, if they're going to compete, dude. they at least have to cut it off. <laughs> fair, fair deal. Anyway, um, and Andrea Yearwood, who smokes the girls she competes with for obvious reasons, or he competes with for obvious reasons. Uh, she was born a man and men are naturally faster than women. I can say this is both um, this as both a human being and since I ran track competitively for a long time. It breaks my heart to know that these girls were working their butts off to be the best they can be and their running careers will be affected by this. I guess my point is... Uh, what I want to call the quote unquote transgender movement can defy masculinity and our ideas of it. But as a woman, what I really want to say is that this kind of situation is invasive and harmful to, to female spaces. It is. And the great irony is this is happening because of a twisted interpretation of title nine. I know we've, we've set up our schools yeah. that, are, that are required to provide girls with equal academic and athletic opportunity. We've now twisted that to make them compete against boys. In right, right. Like and this. this has been perpetuated by feminists or, perpetrated by feminists whatever um but the silver lining on this is that this will come full circle because it's going to piss off all of these girls that are working so hard to compete in female only events um and it's going to push people back into gender norms and discredit the the transgender movement and and think of who it all all these all these all the all the young women it affects it's like the first place the right the real winner of the race now gets second and that spot in the race was taken from the person who was at the bottom end so that's those you got all these people affected. The second place girl can't put first place on her resume. The girl who was booted to fill to fill that last spot, she can't say that she participated in the race at all. And why? Because they couldn't compete with a man, which we've already de- dealt with legally in this country. This yeah. is this is insanity. And um actually, you know who I fault and by the way, this is not me like hating on Andrea Yearwood necessarily, but the reality is life's about choices. Be a tranny if you want, but I don't think that entitles you to race girls and diminish opportunity for girls because of that that's even that said this person is at least at the time a minor uh and i think minors uh, they're minors for a reason right their judgment their mental capacities are not fully developed who actually pisses me off is the parents of that person allowing this to happen allowing opportunity to be stolen from the other young girls in this situation i agree it'll come full circle don't worry um This is from James and thank you, Sarah. Um, This is from James with the recent banning of Sargon of Akkad from Patreon and the subsequent PayPal deplatforming of Subscribestar, thus preventing people from supporting their favorite favorite with a U. You must be British channels monetarily wise. Would this be possible? Would this possibly be a violation of First Amendment considering the Supreme Court's decision that money enables speech, thus restriction of money is a restriction of speech? If so, would former Patreoners, American citizens of Sargon of Akkad, have a possible class action lawsuit against Patreon and PayPal. Um, and this should be something that could be taken up legally or congressional matter in order to uphold the First Amendment. Uh, we talked about this with Karen Strong, but it sounds like that was more of an antitrust thing. As far as the First Amendment, um, I don't see why it can't be argued that American companies, especially uh, when they are engaging in broad dialogue in this way, that they don't have to represent the spirit of the First Amendment. We could set that up. I mean, as it exists now, there's you're not going to take a First Amendment case against these companies. There, yeah. there are, but you could set – this is sort of the Internet Bill of Rights topic that people talk about. Maybe you could establish something like that. I think we could have that debate. If you want it under the legal status quo – and again, I'm not lawyer guy, so take my 
analysis with a grain of salt. But my understanding is you basically have two avenues. One Karen described, like you said, maybe there's an antitrust angle here. And maybe in certain circumstances, there's maybe a discrimination angle because you're discriminating against people for politics. Politics is not, uh, political affiliation is not a protected class at the federal level. But in California, it is, as I understand, in certain states, it might be. Maybe there's an angle there. I'm generally not a fan of those types of laws. But if you're thinking about angles for legal action, I think those would be the two that, that under the status quo would be possible. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Thanks, James. Uh, in the era of fake news, do you have your own definition of fake news? For instance, Express UK, when talking about Yellow Vest riots, said, paraphrasing, Macron had an approval rating of one in five, but the Yellow Vest had an approval rating of 72%. I find this interesting because, A, it's deliberate and was used in the same sentence, and B, it's not fake news, but someone reading it will say, oh, one in five isn't that bad, but 72%, that's pretty bad. Yeah, say 18%, which is really what you mean. Yeah. Interesting. In reality, it's roughly 420th... Uh, 420th or one fifth uh the fractions are confusing me here sorry 420th support macron and 1520th support the protest right. i see you're finding your common denominator i see or 18 going with this. Yeah. yeah so in in short uh, what uh what should we do to define the subcategory of truly misleading information i've thought about my own definition of fake news before it's it has to there has to be an element of malice to me for something to be fake news um we joke about fake news all the time when we get things wrong and uh, like we just misstate something or we get a fact wrong. I mean, you could call it that. But when I think of like, when I when I use that term, not in jest, seriously, what I mean is there's a malicious attempt or a willful attempt to deceive or omit key information. That is to say that the article or the piece of journalism is written with the intent of leading you to a pre- right determined con uh, conclusion as exactly. opposed to giving you the facts and allowing you to decide for yourself. Uh, so headlines do this all the time. Another way they do this is a selective editing. So most recently we saw it with this Columbia student, the, the racist white yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my hero. I watched that video like 5,000 times. <laughs> Let's um, get him on the show. So amazing. He's also written a bunch of books on Amazon that still have really good wow, reviews. I didn't know that. He's a physics genius, apparently. Hmm. Um, but what they did with this is they cut off the beginning of the video because it, sh I'm sure, showed these black kids like verbally assaulting him and ganging up on him and stuff like that. Uh, and then all of the headlines said that he, this white kid, had assaulted fearful minorities yeah. and berated them, even though that's totally not what would happen. But you see that all the time. It's like selective editing and then um, misinformation in the headline. Do it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Robert. This is from Dare. So to set up the question, I don't know if you've heard of the YouTuber Law Channel, <laughs> but he uh, made a couple of videos yeah. about Patreon and Sargon debacle. Link. Um, what I took away was that the definition of monopoly wouldn't be met in a legal sense for Patreon or would be too niche for courts to rule on and that Section 230 basically provides blanket protection for any sort of action that could be described as breaking the terms of service. Basically, the guy suggests that probably the most effective way to address these issues would be for conservatives to be considered a kind of protected class, like women, minorities, et cetera. Oh, God, I don't want to do that, but I will. Mm. So my question is, would you want to be considered part of a protected class because of your political views? It seems kind of like pandering to me. I don't want special privilege, just normal freedoms. But if this is the most effective way, is it worth pursuing? Interested in hearing your take on this. I mean, 
I'm not super jazzed about it, but if every other group is going to be given special protection. Also, I'm a woman and I get no such special protection. It's only about uh, our political orientation. That's mm. all they care about. It's the most defining element. I mean, Anthony Brian Logan is in our chat. Do you think that he gets some special protection because he's black? People don't give a shit if you're conservative. No, they they treat them worse. Yeah. I mean, uh, the worst the worst racism I, I see, or not just it's racism, black, but it's against it's minorities who don't get in line. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, if if other class, if other groups of people are going to be afforded protected class and and that designation for virtually no reason, then I fail to see why we shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy about it. Still, though. I I'm not a fan of um this sort of protected class stuff in the concept of private exchange. You know, as far as as far as the government is concerned, I don't want the government discriminating on any of these. So if you wanted to to uh, consider the, the political persuasion of protected class from government perspective, as far as how the government operates, fine. As far as how a private business has to treat me, I would really be hesitant to get on board with that sort of thing. That said, because like you, and I know you'd mentioned this in your video, I think a private business should be able to refuse me for any reason or no reason. That's generally my philosophy with the faith that there will be a competitor to right, right. swoop in and accept that business elsewhere. Yes. That said, to the point you're making, if we're going to say that you can't discriminate as a private business against people for religious persuasion, for example, you can't deny service to someone because they're Muslim. I fail to see how that ideological distinction is any different from the political ideological distinction. I don't see a meaningful difference there at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if, if you wanted to lump it in, I think it'd be basically the legal status quo. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it in that sense. Although broadly speaking, philosophically, that's not the route that I want to go with these things. Right. Um, Karen Strong saying, even if political affiliation was considered a protected class, Section 230 still holds platforms immune. Hmm. So maybe that wouldn't be an effective route. Hmm. Um, he, she also said Sargon didn't break the TOS, but neither did Patreon, since they have a clause in there that says they can kick anyone off for any reason or no reason. Thus basically making their entire TOS irrelevant. I know. The left yeah. is such, they're so full of shit. They're like, well, we can kick you off for whatever reason. Bake this fucking cake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just read that one, didn't I? Uh, I don't remember. I'll read the next one, though. Chris to the J says, hey, Matt and Blonde, wanted to wish you both a Merry Christmas. You as well, with plenty of uh, snowflake tears flavoring your holiday drinks. I thought I'd pose the most important question I can think of is Bruce Will. I can't answer this question because it's movie references, but I've but I've heard it mentioned many times. Is Bruce Willis's Die Hard a Christmas movie? I fear neither of you will quite answer it as Matt has perhaps never seen the film. Correct. <laughs> Much like every other. And Blonde is a woman. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so on average, she should be more suited to cooking the Christmas ham or throwing a Christmas party. Looking forward ham to spending. Ham is idiotic. Nobody should be eating ham on Christmas. <laughs> Looking forward to spending another year listening to you two uh, on everything from hoax hate to the hilarious I doubt it's. Well, thank you for tuning in. Merry Christmas. I honestly can't comment on this for the reasons he described. I don't know. Haven't seen the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I do remember there being a lot of Christmas themes. That wasn't a question, was it? He says, is it a a Christmas movie? That's the question. Um... I don't know. I, I guess I am a woman and I don't know. And I am better I suited in the kitchen. So that's the formal answer, man. I doubt it. <laughs> that is my favorite soundbite. Cause it's the only one of our soundbites that it's ended in a murder. Dude. I got that magazine in the mail this week too. The magazine, <laughs> the magazine with that laser engraved into it. Just that fat guy standing there and just says, I doubt it. it. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. America, it's the most patriotic murder I've ever seen play <laughs> out in my life. Yeah. Um, this is from JS. Hey guys. 
I would like to shed some light on the origins of why senators prior to 1914, oh, this is a 17th Amendment question, isn't it? Mm. Uh, appointed by state legislators, the framers of the Constitution intended the individual states to be a check on federal power and tyranny. States were that states were what formed the union, and states should be the ultimate enforcer of the Constitution, even above the Supreme Court. Yeah. As George Mason said at the 1787 Constitutional Convention, states appointing senators provide, quote, some means of defending themselves against encroachments of the nat national government. And what better means can we provide than to give them some share in or rather make them a constituent part of the national establishment? The framers knew that the Supreme Court could not be relied on to defend state sovereignty as the Supreme Court, being a federal institution, has an incentive to decrease the role of its rival constitutional interpreters. See Marbury versus uh, Madison, 1803. People talk about the separation of powers from the standpoint of federal institutions versus federal institutions. What, sh what we should be talking about is the states versus federal government. Senators were meant to represent the states, not the people. The House was the People's Chamber. So repeal the 17th and the 19th, 14th, and 16th while we're at it. I um, Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a that. few times on the channel. I think that you made a very good case for it. I am an advocate of states' rights. The federal government has far too much power. Uh, if this would improve our situation, then I would advocate for it. I'm not really sure it's going to happen, though. I'm on board. I think first and foremost, you should be a citizen of your state and the federal government should basically be a, a representer of defender of and peacekeeper between the states. I agree. That is to say the federal government's role should be extremely limited and constitutionally defined. Basically make sure the states don't go to war with each other and defend, defend ourselves as a country. And the rest should be up to the states. Yep. And I think including senators, I'm on board with that, to be honest. I don't know. I guess the only... You might get a lot of the same results. We've talked about it before. As a practical matter, I think maybe the only thing you'd see less of is states with a split Senate delegation because you're more likely to see basically two Republicans or two Democrats from every state as opposed to a split that you get more frequently now. That's true. That's true. Before we move on to the next question, what do you think would have a better net effect on society repealing the 17th or the 19th? <laughs> You always laugh when I talk I, about what I cuck on the issue of suffrage. You know how I am. Why? Because I believe fundamentally in the rights of the individual. Ugh, God, you're just the you're worst. Not gonna, you're not going to crack me on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, but look at the voting patterns of women. And the, it would incentivize women to marry. Okay, what I about know, one vote per landowning family? There's a, there's, there's a case to be made. I don't think it's insane. But I guess what I'm saying is I judge the rights of the individual on that basis, I don't. I don't look at the outcome. I don't make my judgment based on the outcome. That is to say, I don't judge the value of your vote based on how you vote. I judge the value of your voice because you're an individual, yeah, and I'll I defend remember. the individual's right. But yeah, but you also can't. I'm not saying it's insane. No, I but, mean you're also good at identifying group trends. You can't tell me that women aren't largely responsible for socialist-style voting patterns. I can't deny the trend. I would say that my preference would be to persuade them to better ideas as opposed to disenfranchisement. So but either we need to repeal the 19th or men need to start laying down the pimp hand. Is that what I'd prefer saying? pimp hand. Yeah, please. Trap. It's, a trap. it's not it's not pimp hand. It's just. Um, well, part of it is if you restore gender norms and men and women get along better together, women aren't looking for security and safety from the, the federal state. government yeah, in the first place. True. And yeah. as far as the pimp hand is concerned. These feminists will talk a big game and then they'll have like these beta male boyfriends, but they are banging some husky motorcycle rider on the side who's yelling at them and stuff. 
women want to be dominated. Anybody that tells you otherwise is a liar. They have a biological urge to be dominated. So all right, pimp hand. Okay, fine. All right, compromise, fair. All um, right. Compromise in this show. This is from Sleeping Last one. Oh, it's your turn, I guess. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, it is. Sleuthing Sloth. I'm currently trying to read as many classic novels as I can so that I can further develop my understanding of English literature. However, recently my university has been trying to fizzle out books written by white men. <laughs> of course, for wick, for books written by women and uh, or minority writers of the period. Instead, I argued that there wasn't that if it wasn't for these uh, men, then literature would not have developed into what it is today. What do you think that I should be reading, or do you have any recommendations? Uh, I turned 24 this week- weekend, so looking forward to drinking a gin and tonic with my lovely boyfriend. Well, that sounds good. Have a great Christmas, guys, she says. You as well, and Happy New Year. I am not a great English oh. literature mind either, but maybe this is more of your... Okay, um, the books that that I... Well, I you know read Shakespeare, of course, King Lear... Um, Hamlet, I loved Romeo and Juliet, uh, read Dante's Inferno, read Plato and Aristotle, read, uh, Nietzsche, um, No Exit, The the Flies, read Tennyson, read, who else? Uh, Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment is my favorite book. And then there are a few good female writers in there. Um, any of Jane Austen's work, uh, except for Persuasion. Just basically look for white men. White men, yeah, read all the women. <laughs> just, well, it's it's kind of funny, but like if if she actually adopted that approach, it would be like the sort of counterbalance to this bizarre educational experience that she's talking about right there. Like if you had white men explicitly excluded, you've excluded a certain segment of literature. In fact, probably the most famous segment of literature. So by reading in a discriminatory fashion, you have just you have thus become more well rounded in your familiar in your repertoire of books basically Definitely. i mean i wish i could have given you a longer a longer list it's it's so long and some of those are really hard to get through the iliad's really tough um dante's inferno is is tough but if you can work through these pieces of literature um using online aids it, i promise you you will become a more well-rounded person and an mm. impressive person too thank you for that question yeah thanks merry christmas happy new year let's close out with our super chat and stream labs and then uh, we'll get out of here uh let me reload this do you have any stream labs i do uh your favorite sound tech says not getting into the call-in show tonight but for blonde for the border trump could have saved 100 million and not uh had to tear gas kids with you know a wall fair point uh Quebec, big donation thank you Quebec. merry christmas had to leave patreon sorry blonde so here is some money save a little for the uh trebuchet fund fair enough thanks for supporting the show uh phil says maga is bigger than trump but unfortunate uh that he seems to be betraying his base for the benefit of folks who will never vote for him on a brighter note merry christmas and happy new year you as well and um and yeah i hope the strategy is not that he's chasing certainly the center but more specifically the left because no way in hell i don't think that that's it i think that he's he he feels like his hands are tied and like Mm. maybe he just doesn't have he does have a fragile ego i mean i know we all voted for him because he acts like he doesn't give a fuck but like he seems like he does protect his ego Hmm. i think that's like of all the if i had to name the one trump principle that's like the only trump principle is protect trump like trump yeah yeah, yeah, Trump, uh, protect the Trump ego. And we all knew that he had, he was kind of a Democrat at heart anyway. Mm. Um, Last one, Rusty Dog says, Matt, did you hear PG County, Maryland school board is pushing skins to 
immediately give Kaepernick a shot with the team. Oh, pushing the Redskins to give Kaepernick a shot with the team and openly indicates his race and politics as the reason because the Redskins are in need of a quarterback. They've had a lot of injuries. They feel it would send a good message to their kids, not merit just race and politics. I've not seen this. Um, Colin Kaepernick's bad at football. That's, that's the answer. People wonder why he doesn't have a job. I'm not saying it's part of it is that teams don't want the political PR mess, but part of it is that he sucks. Adrian Peterson still has a job with the Redskins. He beat his son with a switch, then asked about it earlier this year, said, yes, I still do that sometimes. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, but someone asked him, hey, did you stop doing that? He's like, nah, I mean, I got to discipline my kid. He's still running the football for that team. It goes to show that it's, you know, as long as you're good, you can still get in. You know how I feel about sports. They're, uh, They're really pointless, but they become totally worthless if it's not a, a, a meritocracy. It's yeah, like, it, has why it, bother? it has to be. It has to be. It's the only thing that, that is good about sports is that at least the best people are getting to the top, right? Yeah. I ruin that too. Um, but whatever kills the football industry. I don't give a shit. Um, mm. He's more it. Asians. They discriminate against Asians. And more in Asians in basketball. That's and women. We need female more, kickers. And more female sports too. Because yeah. female sports are what everybody wants to watch. Just look at the WNBA. They're crushing it, man. I, I will every year or every four years, I will watch gymnastics. Ah, for the uh, the Olympics. Yeah. Those are amazing. Um, okay, are you done? Yeah. Uh, all right, this is from Redacted. Here's more money from Google Opinion Rewards. Thank you. Uh, Hyperstrike have two uncles who have chopped off their thumbs. One uncle Whoa. with a hedge trimmer. One who did one in a table saw, then got his other in a sliding minivan door. Wow. You have one uncle that lost two thumbs in two different ways. That's really hardcore and or stupid. Hmm. Is he a drinker? Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully so. That might have numbed the pain during that experience. Uh, Thanks for delivering. Um, Guy Benson says, if you guys follow the channel, Atheism is Unstoppable, unstoppable. he made a hilarious video about the girl who took her DNA test. It's called Mm. My African Ancestry uh, Test Results Were So Not Woke. Merry Christmas. All right, we got to check this out. That's not the Guy Benson, is it? That's an imposter? It's an imposter. Mm. Imposter. Mm. I have expected that to be a fake Karen Strawn, too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was open to the possibility. I was preparing myself for it. Uh, Dan Ellenwood for the Patreon call. Look, uh, look, call look into using a speech to text program to take notes of their responses. Legality yeah. is a little questionable, though. Or of a third party listen in and take notes. Good luck. Yeah, that I'm is a great idea. I'm I'm exploring options to be able to have as detailed of notes as possible. Obviously, so what are you raising your eyebrow about? No, that's very good. I operate within the confines of the law here. I believe you. (laughs) I doubt it. Uh, John McGee says, trust and safety team sounds exactly like something that's anything but. The SS was short for uh, Schutzstaffel, which means protection group. I'm sure I butchered that. Schutzstaffel. We'll go with that. Or a Nazi. My my German is not very good. (laughs) Uh, Michael Lazari says, instead of sponsors, uh, how... Uh, about contributors as especially with the show it's a group effort all riding on the hmm. back of that's hard work ain't that the truth? wow well that's that's very kind yeah we could go with something like true. that you know i always be- liked uh i maybe we could figure the thing i like about the ss even though you know i'm not crazy about nazi themes because they make us vulnerable but i liked things like like owen benjamin had the unbearables for example i like things that yeah. 
have a little bit of a specific meaning, you know? So maybe over the Christmas break, we can think about something that's without, you know, implying that we're, um, we're part of some sort of uh, genocide effort or something like that. It's true. Although my branding technique is to only incorporate genocide efforts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Logan Gutmiller, Gutmiller, I'll just give you what I can here until we can settle on a Patreon alternative. Thanks for your fortitude and keep, keep on keeping on. Thank you, sir. We really appreciate yeah, that. Thanks for sticking with us and, and Merry Christmas. Um, there's a pedo joke from Michael Lazari. She's six man in the crowd yells. She's more like seven LOL. And then I shoot him. Good for you. Kill the pedo. Okay. Uh, Dykeman, yeah. My tolerance for degeneracy is pretty high, but an adolescent hedonistic tranny is my line. Get the helicopters primed boys. Yeah, I know. And Jeez, it's just one of those things that just really, truly makes me go zero to execution. Yeah. Um, Andrew Thompson, check out this podcast from Tom Woods, tomwoods.com slash 1305-Tom. He talks with, or Tom talks um, with Naomi Brockwell about Bitbacker, mm. a possible activist-proof platform. I presume, based on the on the name of it, they, that they use cryptocurrency. Probably, would I would great. assume. Yeah. I mean, it seems I would love to go that route. It's just the volatility freaks me out and freaks everybody out, you know? Yeah. Um, how do you know it's permis- promiscuous, which you said to me? And with that, Matt is back to being my bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, John Martin says, blonde, reading Britney's book on Kindle while waiting for signed hardback. Should I point out an incorrect word in her text? I'd hate to sound like a nitpick, but it caught my eye. Love you guys. Oh, no. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. Um, but I was hanging out with her the other day and she was like, do you know John Martin? And I was like, yes, he, he gave me a, a huge donation on Sunday. He gave Skag and I a huge donation on Sunday. Hmm. Um, so she's really grateful for for your um, support. And yeah, we talked about it the other day. So thank you, John. Uh, Semper ad Meliora. You know, it's the end of the show and I can't remember the word support. Of course. Yeah, we're past the two hour mark. Ah. Oh, God. I'm going to get the pimp hand for not having dinner. Right. Uh, Semper Ad Meliora. That caller on Mao was dead on. Read Thought Reform, Psychology of Totalism by Robert J. Lipton, a psychiatrist hmm. who interviewed expats from China during the Communist Revolution in the 50s. Seems the internet is now a re-education campaign. That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Dangerous Spaces. Been three weeks since I called in. Great to catch up. Really appreciate you guys providing a community for conversation. No homo, but love you guys. And we Aww. love you, too. Well, thanks. You as well. Just in case Matt and I once made love, his self-defense crapped me, creeped me, but I wanted it, so there was no me too <laughs> He self-defense raped me, I think is what he's saying. Oh, okay. It does yeah. say, it does say creeped. He probably can't write rape in the super chat. Oh, yeah. Assume. You got to yeah. use the asterisks, guys. Yeah. Um, I really should have figured that out using context clues. He self because we were just talking about that, weren't we? Uh, well, sort of the show. Self-defense raped me. But I wanted it, so there's no me two issues, if you know what I mean. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bad goes. Thank you. Jason Takis, like Stick said, Trump's a 90s Democrat, not the best rep of conservative values. Today's left is an existential threat to every American value, so I will drag my mandingo through a mile of broken glass <laughs> to vote for Trump. Ugh, hmm. probably right. Dangerous spaces. In, re- in response to the first question, what about Ben Shapiro? He's starting to develop incredibly stupid opinions for such a smart guy. It's so frustrating. Starting to. <laughs> yeah, Blonde was never on that train. No, dude. no I, I, I mean, I, I still listen. I think he's mostly, uh, I, I, 
let's put it this way. I think that his assembly of the news is fantastic. And about 90% of the time I'm with him on the analysis. And then he has these weird blind spots. And then he also has to claim victim all the time. Like, did you know I was the number one victim of the alt-right in 2016? Yeah, we get it. All right. You got mean tweets, dude. We understand. (laughs) We do understand. Carry on. Uh, uh, John Curtis, Trump was wrong. I wasn't tired of winning. Here's a small donation on a big losing day, funding the wall and Syria. Mm. Thank you, John, for the big donation. Uh, Dangerous spaces. Private businesses should be able to refuse service to anyone. Uh, they should not be able to stop other businesses from offering their services. And say, it's, yeah, it's a competitor. It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where I draw the line. Like you can't go meddle in the competitor, man. That's not, you, you can, you can refuse to bake the cake. As I said on Sunday, that you, you refuse to bake the cake. The entire town's bakeries. Yeah. You can't go over to the next baker and like heckle them into doing what you want to. That's not the way it works. Um, yeah. Or like stop the flower distributor from working yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, MJ, MJ, a big donation, but no, no, thank you, sir or ma'am. LVSD one, no, no, thank you. Boogeyman nine one seven. Hey, blonde, have you seen this article? Apparently, you're correct about women. Can't link the article here, but it's a Psychology Today article on how feminists think sexist men are sexier. Yeah, of course. You Duh. up? Um, yeah. Dangerous spaces. Domestic abuser abusers still play if they are good. Slosher says, "Blonde, please start a book club. I think you should start one with uh, start one by a former German politician." <laughs> uh, Justin Case says, "Quote: Every woman wants to be dominated." Blonde, twenty eighteen, blonde fear in fuego. I did say that, and it's not the first time that I've said it. Sure. Uh, let me reload. I think we're good, though. You guys have been so generous tonight. Thank you. And then one last from Beta F eight. No note. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, We will be back on Sunday as normal with a bit of a Christmas special. I got a Christmas sweater for Sunday, but it's the same one I wore last year. So You wore a Christmas sweater last? Did I make fun of you relentlessly? It's a good one. You'll see it again on Sunday. You can make fun of me then if you want. I'm going to try to stay away from these like super serious topics. I just want to have a light, fun show to close out the year. And, of course, thank you to everybody who's been making this transition away from Patreon as smooth as possible. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you Sunday, and the call-in show will be back uh, first Wednesday in 2019. Have a good night.